I'm in you and you're in me. Hey guys, welcome back to Me Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And we're feeling you up, but in a sensual, desireful way where your parents can watch and not get offended. In a legal way. Yeah. Because we got written permission to eat yeah. your spaghetti. And your butt. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? Hey. Tonight, we're talking about spoilers, Boogeyman spoilers, the Boogeyman, the Baba Yaga. Booger Man 2023. Heck yeah. And don't you worry if you're like, I don't want those spoilers. We're only going to do that until 9 p.m. Eastern time. And then we're just going to do stuff to your butt for the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. that's, how, mm -hmm. that's how it goes. First, you get the, the business first, like a mullet, business in the front and butt play in the back. Yeah, sounds good. What's mean, dude? I've been watching. Uh, have you ever watched that power slap that Dana White is doing? That's rough. Yeah, I, 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 I got into. I got it like a. It was a recommended video, and I started watching. I was like, I got addicted. I watched every episode. I was like, this is good <laughs> shit. I'd seen it before, but of course, Dana White took that shit and made it fucking legit. Like he made a sport out of it. Good for him. I cannot believe that people do that, though. It's crazy. It's like uh, you see them and they're like signing up for CTE. You know, yeah. like it's well, like it's I like think free lunch. I think it's like metaphorically testing how big your schlong is against the other man. It's like, I have a fat, thick one and I can take your little pussy ass slap. <laughs> I mean, is it, is it, but it's shameful though. Cause it's like, you get the most pain out of that, but also it's the most unrespected of the fighting sports. You know I, don't, I, mean? I don't, you know, it's, I don't, well, I mean, hats off to anybody that does it, but they call it fighting, but it's not, I mean, yeah. it's not, I mean, it's just like slapping. I mean, I know it's like, these are big dudes and they're slapping hard. You can get knocked out by that, but it's just not, it's not the same equivalent equivalent to me as fighting but yeah anyway the there's rules and shit too like you can't like it's like legit got this whole like rule system set up where the feet can't move you can't torque you can, i mean you can't pivot because it gives you too much power it's fucking crazy i was like holy shit it's like taking a an old uh, vo uh viking game and making rules out of it back in the viking <laughs> days they just slapped the shit out of you if you disrespect them and then you get them a mug of beer yeah, no, dude. What they should do is someone should remake over the top, but do it with a slap game instead. They of do, arm I think wrestling. they have they, they do that. They have a There's, sport where it's arm wrestling. No, I mean like do a movie like over the top, but have oh. it be about power slap instead of arm wrestling. You know what I mean? Man, I got to give that, credit to Dana White. Dude, he saw something that immediately. You know how he was doing the, the you know like the UFC. What is it called? Uh, the fighter or whatever, where they all live together in a house and then they do eliminations so they can I've get heard a crack. Of it. I can't remember what it's called. But Ultimate Fighting championship fighter holy shit you got big balls season one he did the same he's doing the same thing with power slap exactly the same thing it's every episode and it leads up to the finale between the finalists and then they get a contract and they get like a shot at i don't know i don't know if he's got a pro sport i guess he does i don't know it's crazy but good i mean dude dana white's in innovative but fuck you got to give it to him uh, well, I mean, you know, it's 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 the irony is deep with that one because like was it, like three weeks ago he got caught slapping his wife on TV. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna yeah. publish this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about what happened. I maybe he took inspiration for power slap and it just it, like he got so into it. He was like, Hey honey, look what yeah. look what I learned today at work. That's all it was. So, I wasn't I wasn't slapping her, officer. I was showing her what daddy does at work all day while she's yeah. sitting with her fucking feet up. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I'm not angry. Was, uh, sorry, I took my I work home. I took my work home with me today. Did he get found uh, guilty of that? Stars do. Uh, well, I don't think it was ever like went to jail because it's like his wife didn't prosecute. Him okay, ever, well, you might like, want to just. There's okay. like a party and everybody's like, don't, don't. Okay, and, like you see him on the rail. 
Addendum, and he's just allegedly, like, allegedly, you don't want to get sued by Dana White. No, there's video of him. Doing oh, okay, it. well then he did it. <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah, no, he was like he went he went hard after it, oh. and there was a whole thing where he was like, I I swear no one's gonna believe this, but that's the first time that's happened. It's like. You ever feel alone in a crowded room? All the I time. smack my wife in crowded rooms. Uh, not me, but him, you know. But yeah, no, that that power slap stuff is crazy, man. I feel bad, though, when I watch it. I just feel bad for the person who gets slapped too hard. It's like you showed up for the world's stupidest sport and you lost. Some of them, some of them deserve it, though. Like you could, like yeah. when they have, the, like you could see them in the house and shit and they act like they're out, like all this one guy was all drunk and an asshole and he got knocked down. I was like, that was good. I like that. That's good. That's an ending to the story that I wanted to happen. There's a story involved, and he got knocked out. And then the villain won in one of them. It was another guy that drank a lot, and he always started trouble in the house. And then he was going against this one dude who was – I don't remember his nickname. And this dude was all confident, and that guy, the, the drunk guy, knocked him the fuck out, was talking shit to him while he was trying to get up off the floor. I was Are like, you God allowed to damn. do this sport drunk? No. he No, he was just drinking in the house and being belligerent when, when he was living with his oh, housemates. And he had started a lot of shit with everybody else in the house. But when, but one of his main rivals was his like a light heavy guy, like light heavyweight, and it was the worst. Do he knock that guy out that you thought was gonna like put you know put it to right, knock this drunk asshole out, and he didn't. And he and then the guy that the bad guy, I guess, fucking talked shit to him while he was getting up off the floor. I've got to tone down the violence in my life, to be honest with you, because I watched like one fighting video on on like Twitter. Like on your Twitter feed, like it pops up. It's like uh, like Fight Haven and like all these things like that. And they just show like it's like a, a, a World Star. World Star. Yeah, that's the one. And like, but like once you watch something on Twitter, like it gets inside of you and it knows what's happening and it fingers your butt. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to show you nothing but this. So I get caught because when you see it, you're not going to not watch a fight. You know what I mean? Like you're not going to not watch this, this, this girl get her top ripped off in a Waffle House fighting someone. Like you can't. But then I noticed that it was like every fucking five posts. It was like, I'm, I'm watching another fight. And then that shit like seeps into your brain. And then yeah. like, I felt like I was becoming like this awful person deep downside. So I had to stop watching them. But there's some crazy ones out there, man. People do not mess around in the real world. I don't, that's why oh, I don't have Twitter, but I, I don't like go on anywhere. It's going to give me search recommendations. I just go on to worldstarhiphop.com and I watch all those violent ass stuff. <laughs> you, you fucking I literally, it out. I literally do like one whole day. I was like in that bitch for two and a half hours watching like violent ass fucking like like jumpings and like then i was yeah. I, I got more bold i was like i'm gonna watch this one it was like it was like guy pulls a knife and stabs him in the jugular and i watched yeah. that shit and i was like holy fuck i felt like yeah. i felt like a priest lord of pet cemetery after i yeah. did that like i was evil and i was like I, should, I, literally down. Died. I watched the man die and i was like oh that's like I should yeah just I shouldn't have watched that. No, yeah, I know. I watched like a store clerk try to get robbed and he like stabs him dude like eight times. And finally I was like, you know what? This cannot be good for like my like a like my emotional like well-being. I have to yeah. stop. Yeah. I gotta get away from it. Um, but I, I know what you mean. It's it's hard not to watch because when you're in school, like everybody's like, Oh shit, there's a fight. Like I will I will get out of school, hitch a ride, walk seven miles and drive just to watch two fucking middle schoolers that can't fight at all fight each other. And now yeah. it's like you have a constant feed of it. It's hard to say no to it, really is. Uh, you know who else is hard to say no to is Sinister Creations Thanks, because Mr. they have a wonderful body and they say, hey, you sexy mofos, what I would don't. you think would happen in a movie where John Kramer came across the lament configuration box from Hellraiser? John Kramer. Uh, oh, Jigsaw, you mean right? Right? Jigsaw. I thought for some reason I, I was thinking of like fucking Kramer. Seinfeld? Yeah, he would just go off on a racist tirade against Cinnabites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, uh, no I, I, well, he would be cool. I guess they could utilize it in some way, especially if he unlocked the box's potential and had some kind of deal worked out with the Cinnabites in which he would bring them fresh souls. 
I mean, it does cross over into the territory because John Kramer's whole motive is like he wants you to be thankful for your life and therefore puts you through these gruesome tests to see how much you want to live. The Cenobites are kind of the same way, I guess. In a, well, they're rewarding your own perverse nature, I suppose, but only the guilty. Well, no, if you open it up, you really are. You, you know what kind of sick bitch you are. You have to seek it out. They do have a lot of parallels, but I don't know. I think ultimately John Kramer's cancer ass would have a lot of time with like chains and bolts up his asshole. I don't think it's going to work out in his favor if he contacts the Cenobites. They rarely do deals. I mean, they did it one with Kirsty, but Kirsty was smart and how, how she played them. Yeah. He's like, he's like, for years, you've been sticking these chains up my butthole. Today, I'll show you. Yeah. And they're like, shut the fuck up. And the pinhead was like, <laughs> chains, how dare you use that word? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would be crazy, though. Like, that would be, that's a way to do a spinoff. Like, I'd like to see all the horror people get, like, uh, get, get lament configuration boxed or whatever you call it. He's like, this could be my newest. He's like, his wife's like, honey, spaghetti's ready. He's like, I'm trying to work on my new saw trap, dear. Is like fucking with the supplement configuration, and then all of a sudden that shit comes out. I could see yeah. it. I could see it. So it's a wonderful. You should write that script. You should make that happen right now. But you can't write it because the writers' guild strikes going on, and no one's allowed to write anything. It's against the that. law. And right now, that. it might not fucking matter. But I'm telling you guys, here in like seven months, when we're Ooh. like, there ain't Pardon. shit to watch. We're gonna be like, oh, the no, no. strike. You're wrong because the AI is making leaps and bounds in the in the art of writing. I literally watched a fucking YouTube script. Somebody put in the uh the the, the spider the unfinished or the finished, I guess, never produced Spider-Man 3, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man 3 yeah. with Sam Raimi at the helm. It actually wasn't that bad what the AI came up with. He gave him the he gave him a parameter, and it, I mean, of course, it's not like amazing writing or anything, but it was pretty I was like, I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> I well the writing is okay like the writing thing does it sometimes so we we're well some some ideas about it. I got some shit I need you to read as Loomis at some point because it's gonna make you fucking laugh your dick Did off. You use uh, AI GPT. Yeah, yeah, Chat but GPT. I like type. I was like, uh, can 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 you write in the voice of a drunk doctor, a drunk and angry Doctor Loomis, like his thoughts on Rob Zombie? And mm -hmm. it's fucking hilarious, dude. Chat GPT is like, let me tell you, motherfucker, something. You know, it's got. Yeah. I gotta I'll have read you read it. it and film it because it's gonna be great. Uh, but speaking of which, dude. The the image AI though, like the art AI, is, is not there yet. It's it's no, it's really not there them, yet. If the, the 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 main problem it's having, um, the art AI, they can't figure out fucking fingers. I mean, fingers are all, like weird. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's some sexy ass shit. <laughs> I asked, I asked, I asked uh, art AI. I don't know. So, art AI. I asked art AI to do uh, show me Kevin Bacon as Freddy Krueger, and this is what came up with. Motherfucker looks like a liquor from Resident Evil, Dude, but he, he looks, looks like, just a jacket. He looks like uh, he looks like Thanos on Activia. <laughs> it's like Thanos after he lost a bunch of weight when anorexic because he just couldn't deal with the grief his belt is like a Pirates of the Caribbean horn like I don't know what's going on his fingers like you said his jacket turns into fingers it looks like he skinned one of the liquors from Resident Evil and just made a jacket Dude, of I'm it. telling you that looks like Josh Brolin's like fucking loser ass meth and meth and uh <laughs> meth <laughs> Meth addicted fucking cousin that always asks for money. <laughs> it does. It's terrible. Dude. He looks like he fucked Josh Brolin, but also it, yeah. was into like wearing skins. He's like, what you mean? I can't wear no shoes in Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I can't believe you're selling Bud Light at fucking Target. Uh, Night Tom says, last time you or Jay went to Hooters to eat. I haven't been in a while. Um, I, and don't get me wrong, boobies are nice, but I haven't I haven't made my way up to the old. Uh, hooters paradise in quite a bit i um 
I have a couple stories from Hooters, dude. I went to, we went to one on the river. <laughs> we and mm. Kay were going to like a concert or something. So we, there was one like right on the Ohio River. If you guys Bobbing know, you know movies. Yeah. Bobbing. <laughs> and it's, it's, yeah, it's not like on a boat. Like it's, it's just, yeah. you could see the, the dirty butt crack river from where you're sitting and eating your wings or whatever. And man, that place was crazy. They did not give a fuck. It was terrible. It was awful, disgusting. We went a couple weekends ago with some folks to the one here in town mm. and not the way it used to be. You know, you used to go to Hooters and like, they would really like try to put on an experience for you. Like this is Hooters and yeah. the world doesn't appreciate what we do, but we're providing a service. And they would like sit down like a stripper does when she's trying to like, did you buy me a drink? Can I bum your cigarettes? Yeah. Um, they would sit down, they would talk to you. They would, you know, uh, if you were old and, and white, they would flirt with you a lot. But like now they're like, you want some fucking wings, bitch? It's like Dick's last resort. They don't care. Like, I can't believe I have to wear this shit. To That's work. because the poor employers have to pay them a fair fucking wage. Those bitches don't have to do any extra thing to get tips. <laughs> Goddamn minimum wage improvements are ruining this society. Used to be back in the olden days, you worked at Hooters, you wanted to get a good tip, you'd suck a little dick in the bathroom. But nowadays, you got to pay them a fair wage and whatnot so they can be lazy as fuck. I'm we have so got sick of this goddamn country's bullshit <laughs> we I'm have kidding, got to get Uncle Ronnie oh, off the minimum facebook wage. gets the minimum wage no i'm not I, I but i also don't feel like you should be getting 25 dollars an hour to flip hamburgers at mcdonald's that's just my opinion i you know i think that when i put on that outfit and and, and run around the streets i get the cops called on me you know well they get a good tits. well if she's a good waitress i mean well you know I really want to know how much they make. I mean, is it still like Hooters? Because usually waiters, waitresses and waiters make like fucking Is that like nothing. a specific Hooters argument that's going on? Like a Hooters waitress well, fighting I, I don't know. I, I, I pulled it out of my asshole, but I'm sure I think it oh. might have come up. I think I remember something about them complaining about not getting paid enough. I mean, it's possible, but there's a lot of waiters and waitresses. Well, that's why it's such a uh, phenomenon over in America or North America, um, specifically the United States, that tipping is such a big deal because in Europe, you know, waiters and waitresses are paid a fair wage, so they don't have to work off tips. Whereas in America, it's literally like that's why it's recommended that every person gives 20 percent, even though people get pissed about that from that are foreigners and they come over to visit. And they're like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm not giving you extra money. And like, I only make four dollars an hour, you dickhead. That's yeah, why. Yeah. I, I thought you were just doing like drunk Uncle Randy from Thanksgiving. Like, have I, you I kinda, seen what they're doing with minimum no, wage? I, I, was, I was doing that, but I was being real at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no uh, i don't well look all i know is is i i have my i have a debt to pay because when i grew up and like all i ever saw was my mom tipped two dollars for everything like two dollars haircut dinner two dollars whatever two dollars always two dollars and i don't think she knew any different but when i grew up and like realized i was like oh my god like i lived as an adult for like a whole three months before i realized Oh shit, like 20% is a thing. So now I like over tip to try to like compensate. Plus, the yeah. places I go, I frequent a lot. So I want the bartenders and whatnot to like me and enjoy me so that when someone acts a fucking like a dumbass in there, they'll be like, it's okay. He tips. I well. always, I, I never, I, I always sucked at math. So I always I had someone else do it for me. I was like, how much? Oh, I always have Katie do it. Yeah, but like, she always over tips. I was like, too. how much is 15%? And then I was like, no, I mean, I'll give them 20 because I was giving 5% more. I was like, how much is 20%? I was like, here. And it's like, I give them my money. It's like, you take one. To, here you give that to, here, here you go and then i do that for but yeah um my mom How would you uh, like an alexander hamilton mom never taught me uh tipping etiquette i guess i mean i already i didn't pay attention to it but i do i do know that in church she'd only give us a dollar 
to give into the collection plate when they came around. So even as, uh, you know, luckily when I got any kind of money, I always still, if I go to church, which I haven't been in a long time, I should go, I'm going to burn in hell. But I, I always just still give a dollar. If I had $150 in my pocket, I would still just give a dollar. And no, they'd be you're like, the right, no, you're, you're, the right. you're supposed to give 10% of tight. I think it's tight, 10%. I don't know, but you're supposed to give more if you have more to the church or 10% of your total or whatever, but I'm like, God's got like the whole kingdom of heaven. He's not, that's like tipping Elon Musk <laughs> money to use Twitter. I don't, he doesn't need my money. See now you, now you, now, now you're on the fucking right path. And that's the thing. Like those, those fucking Hooters waitresses, they got to pay taxes on that shit. I know. You know who doesn't the church. They'll pay neither, taxes. Yeah. But shit. you know, it, neither does Scientology, which is what a fucking quackery that is. God damn. Your, your little, your, your whole religion is founded by, L. Ron Hubbard, a goddamn science fiction writer who founded your religion to get out of taxes. Literally, your whole religion is based on a fucking tax dodger. Interesting like, shit. But then again, you put more say, than a dollar about, in the tray because really need to stop the gays. All right, the gays. They're getting, they're getting out of hand. They're they're getting too big for their britches. They're mm. rainbow sparkled britches, and we need to put a stop to it. This is all going straight to Mitt Romney. <laughs> or, I don't know if he's Mitt Romney. I don't, he's a, <laughs> Maybe not Mitt Romney. I was just thinking of the first person I could think yeah. of that wasn't so salacious. Joe uh, Biden will take care of it if he can stay up on his feet for two seconds. I, I was sandbagged. <laughs> I fell over. <laughs> I got ants in my pants, and I didn't dance. I was just so goddamn excited to give out diplomas to the Air Force Academy. I fell off my feet. <laughs> Speaking of which, speaking of which, uh, uh, talking about old people in suits that people obsess over and make idols. Uh, I, by the I, way, I will say, by the way, time out real quick. I do want to say, even though it's funny, I did feel bad because he's an old man. And I was like, oh, God yeah, damn, that was a bad hit. I was like, holy shit. Did he break a fucking hip or both? Because it looked like dude. it. He went down. I saw I seen a dude do something like that in South Carolina at like a beach bar. Yeah. Fucking dude went. Everybody went. <gasps> yeah. And dude, he went down on his face and like he like he was trying to walk up some steps, fell down on his face, face first, had glasses on. The glasses were broken and blood was like just falling out of his nose. And I ran over and like helped. And like there was like six people helping and they, they had to call like the EMTs in there. And I didn't really have Sounds any like a Pacquiao there. fight. Right. Yeah, I didn't have any purpose there. I was just like, here's a chair. I'm trying to help it. Like, I don't know what to do. And Katie's like, of course, Mike's got to be the hero. And we're over there trying to say, I was like, an old man fell on his face, Katie. You have to help it. Don't you care about old people? I was raised by old people. If you see an old person fall, even if you're 50 blocks away, you got to run up that shit like Superman and try to help him. I mean, I just felt bad. Get your ass out there and you find that dog. I watched that video and I felt I was laughed at first. I was like, damn. I then I felt bad. I was like, God, that's an old man. Like that's like yeah. he's he might be wearing diapers under that. That might have been the only thing that saved him was, that was those dude. adult diapers that he was wearing. That dude, when that happened, you know there were so many people that like celebrated. It's like you guys, you know, somebody got fired. Well, somebody got fucking fired. Like he pointed at something, fired. even though it might have been an imaginary sandbag. But either way, someone got fired. <laughs> you <laughs> son of a bitch! Did you see that? That man I, pushed me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Al Pacino, I know it was you. <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah, aside from that, no, yeah, no matter who you are, you got to feel bad. Old dude I falling do. down. That's got that, that, That's bound to happen, though. So many public events, you're always in the public eye. Old people fall. I fall drunk sometimes. Yeah. Usually, and, it's because of inebriation, not because yeah. of not because you're walking around. That's because of sign of age. Right. <laughs> old people burning. Old people burning. Put your Put hands, your hands up. up. Old people burning. <laughs> That's kind of messed up. Messed up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, we don't deserve that, especially hey, the conversation we were just having, my friend. But we really appreciate it very, very much. Thank you so much, dude. You're a beautiful man. That isn't he? He's Look at him. Handsome, handsome fucker. Just a tiny little icon and i could see his 
fucking teeth from here. They're so white and pretty. He looks like he, he says, used to be like a former anchor for Fox 56 or something. He could <laughs> Fox be. Fox News 56, which is our local station affiliate here. Hello, world. This is Marvin Bartlett. Hello, this is uh, Tim C. And today we give you the world. Tomorrow we give you the future. <laughs> <laughs> and in six weeks herpes uh hey guys hey chat boogeyman adjacent question i heard last night on a radio show that louisville has haunted as fuck places either that or arabian farts uh but if they probably don't have places with arabian farts he says besides waverly hills you guys got any info on some if i'm in the area to check it out be sure. well fellas hey man thanks you uh thanks so thanks, thanks so much tim. uh thank you tim uh uh yeah actually i was the reason why my brain was farting that much because i uh I do know a couple of places. I just can't think of any off the top of my head, even because I, I follow the parent. I love that shit. Paranormal ghost stuff. Waverly Hills is the biggest claim to fame, but really all you got to do is go down to any uh, downtown area in Louisville and just wait for the ghosts of the gunshot victims to show up because they're everywhere. Louisville's a shithole. So be careful if you come up to Louisville. Uh, actually, I looked at Louisville is actually really high on the list of uh, murder per capita. I mean, it's pretty bad, but as far yeah, as like, no, you were done when you said Louisville's on the list of really high. <laughs> yeah. And they are a lot, really of high, high. a lot of high folk that live there. Um, no, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I'm not sure, man. Waverly Hills. I, I would say Waverly Hills is the biggest one that not only that Louisville has, but that Kentucky itself has, we were actually yeah. going to go up a few uh, years ago. I think you can pay like a hundred bucks for eight hours. It's a hundred maybe it's 150 for the eight hours stay or some shit like that, which I never, Probably. I don't want to do that. Cause I don't, first off, fuck ghosts. I'm not going to get, I don't want to see one. And two, I don't want to get like tetanus or something or, or step on a goddamn nail. So I was just, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I, and I'll say this, I can't think of any either Louisville specifically, but there is a place and Katie's not here at the moment. She would know. Um, but there's a place that we went to years and years ago. It's on, on, on our Instagram. I put up pictures of it, a bunch of pictures of it. I think I want to say it's in Maysville or Evansville or some shit. Tim asked me later, I'll tell you if you want to go, but there's this fucking abandoned hospital in the, in this area in Kentucky. And it's not, it can't be that far from Louisville. And we went there and it's just a huge abandoned hospital. Mm. that's like old as shit. And you can sneak in pretty easily. Like you can move a two by four out of the way and like crawl up in there. You can't tell and, Tim to sneak in. He used to be a, what the hell? That means he's, he's not doing, doing better. No he's not doing no BAE and everyone loves it. bacon and eggs. I'm talking about breaking and entering. <laughs> if he gets caught, he'll just flash his badge. He'd be like, I'm here on official police business. You're fucking up my investigation. Mm -hmm. But, dude, I mean, I'm telling you, this place is the most haunted place I've ever seen in my life. Like, you go through wings, and, like, it's so dilapidated and disgusting, and you will get tetanus and herpes if I'm there with you specifically. But, like, there's, like, a wing that's, like, a uh, there's, like, a children's wing with, like, mm -hmm. all this, like, angel shit on the wall. It's so fucking R. scary, Kelly dude. haunts the halls there, does he? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's what you don't want to see at Haunted Owls. You're I, fucked then. Tim, I just I just thought of one, uh, and it's not in Louisville. It's actually... Uh, I, I my dad's house. Yeah, your dad's house is so scary. Holy shit, the fumes <laughs> scare you away. No, uh, I I would say um, the, I don't know how far from Louisville it would be or where you're coming from exactly, uh, but I think it's in northern the northern part of Kentucky. And I, Mike and I have talked about going. I really do just want to go for the experience because it's been it's been featured on Ghost Adventures uh, two or three times and on Ghost Hunters. Uh, it's Bobby Mackey's Music World. Apparently that's actually, I think that might be supposedly the most haunted place in Kentucky. I think it's in Florence. Maybe it, it, it's in the oh, Northern part. Sounds right. I think Florence so. Sounds right. It's uh, it, it's an obvious, it's a country music bar. So that's something it's scary. Don't be wearing no gay flag shit around that place. But uh, two, 
there's supposedly a, a portal to hell in the basement. They have tours and everything like that. And uh, for people that go there, they guarantee that you'll be touched or something will happen to you. But they did like some apparently in the basement before that became Bobby Mackey's Music World. They did satanic rituals and shit, which is demonic. So like there's a different if you don't believe in ghosts that's one thing but the demonic shit you got to go in prepared all right put on your fucking goddamn proton pack go get yourself blessed by a priest go in there prepared because you might get some thing don't like don't y'all go into that i don't kind of want to go because i don't want to have anything attached to me that's what i'm scared of the demonic shit home fuck that demonic shit no way i am more scared of demonic shit than i am ghost shit for sure uh there's no doubt about that uh eventually maybe we'll go to waverly put on some um like uh gopros with some like i was gonna wear my ghostbusters outfit literally i will yeah we should do it one day i'm down for it for sure nighttime says i'm gonna write a halloween remake wish me luck good fucking luck luck, dude you can do it (laughs) i can't condone your actions but i will support you from very 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 far away good stuff good stuff mcgruff gay Michael Parton says, happy Pride Month, Mike and Jay. Hey, happy Pride We're Month, still man. fucking rhyming. Um, the three of us should plan a little getaway vacation, go somewhere private, and have a super hot guy-on-guy session and stay up and watch the sunrise together. Isn't I've that just a Call Marchese. of Duty lobby? Isn't that just a Call of Duty lobby? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it, though. Uh, I, 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 have, you, have you tried Parcheesi? I hear it's a game of skill as well as chance. <laughs> yeah. You know, I celebrate... I celebrate Pride Month in a, in a, in a, a myriad of ways. Um, typically, it's just hanging out with uh, gay people I like and getting drunk. But I usually don't participate. You know, it's like when you go to um, um, it's like when you go to a strip club, right? You know, it's like, hey, look at them up there doing their action, doing their things. I'm not getting up on that pole. No, I'm not, and I don't need to. You don't need to be gay to enjoy Pride Month, Michael. We don't have to do gay things together in the bedroom in the dark in a or you can wait till we're cabin. Dr- well, let's just get drunk and let's just see where it goes let's just see where it goes <laughs> you know life's an adventure let's just go where the road takes us we're going we don't need roads <laughs> i like the way thanks michael i appreciate it buddy sebastian says uh y'all ever been in a real fight besides l versus m what's l versus what's l versus m, m? Labias versus manginas Le- l versus besides m? l versus m did we talk Licking about versus l- Muck fucking mukbang, mukbang. <laughs> uh, we never uh, been, no, we've never been in a real. Uh, the closest we ever came to, and we've told this story before. I think you mean we separately, were, like oh, I see. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I yeah, my last fight, my actual last real fight, I lost. I retired. I was one and one. Okay, uh, <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not the worst thing ever. But I retired at second grade. Uh, this little bastard named Earl Black punched me in the stomach. <laughs> it was over. Like it was, you know, I fell down and everybody was like, Ooh, he got beat up. And then I was just like, I was embarrassed. I took my L and I went home. I never fought again. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I, I fought, I, I fought a few times. I fought your brother two or three times. Uh, I don't know if that really counts because we love each other. So we were fi- fighting with fists, but no one was going to really get hurt. Well, nobody punched. That was like, it's almost an unspoken thing if you fight your friends or someone that you give a shit about. Don't hit me in my face, dude. Yeah, like yeah, there was some punches was to game. the face, but well, well, he I sat know, on it was, me one time. I was well, like, yeah, oh, but there bullshit. was never going to be like if there was a contact to the jaw and and for real, you'd be like, dude, I'm sorry. Like it would be over. Uh, like I'm sorry, dude. I, <laughs> I I I punched a kid in the face, no, in the stomach in fifth grade. Was this last night? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was my own child. No, <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, fifth grade got in a fight there, and then um, 
uh, uh, you know, fought, got a couple of fights with Cody. I got punched in the face at a bar by a biker. He sucker punched me. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, I was there. Complete, complete and total sucker punch. Uh, was way too inebriated to strike back. Uh, <laughs> I, I just went, would you do that? <laughs> I mean, for? No, uh, it's embarrassing. Ever. You didn't Terrible fall. Story. Good for, good no, for you. I, you didn't fall. Yeah, I took it. I did take yeah. it. Um, the new kid. Uh, he took it. <laughs> <laughs> oh but yeah definitely a good thing i didn't too because i i couldn't even like i was so drunk i couldn't even swing back and i probably would have got but that that's definitely a situation where the guy pulls out a butterfly knife you know what i mean that the butterfly knife was on the fucking it was coming that dude well that happened um that was a redneck fucking bar we shouldn't have been there and it was a nope. redneck dude and that guy um the, the the brother of that asshole that punched mike actually was pretty nice he they just lost their mother like a week ago which is not excusing that whatsoever i don't believe michael him. Trying to hustle that fucking, michael's trying to hustle that fucking guy at darts and so that guy was getting <laughs> pissed what and i got but man. but you know what's the weird thing is i saw it happen and i and i was i got between them and that guy, I had my hand like this, and he's like, get your fucking hands off me. I was like, all right, sorry, dude, shit. I mean, I was like, you want me to give you the $2 back for the fucking jukebox that you're mad about? He's like, no, I want that motherfucker to give it to me. So I, because I, I had the money in my hand, and then I was like, here, yeah. Mike, give this to him. <laughs> like, right in front I, of I, I was like, Mike, take this from my hand and give that to him. And then Mike did. I was like, I could have just done that, and you could have walked away. I, I did have that coming to me, though. I had that coming to me because I think it was I'm trying to remember the timeline. It wasn't just a few months before that where um, uh, the only other thing I can think of um, other than me, you know, fighting with my dick to get it hard after a long night of Maker's Mark. Um, was, um, I did punch a guy once in uh, Cincinnati in a bar in Cincinnati on New Year's Eve. Um, and it was it was a fucking shit show it really was uh, i won that fight but it was a one punch fight and then the security guard threw me out before the guy had a chance to retaliate but it was fair because he had like four dudes with him and i even told him, i was like can you just go outside this is gonna be fucking bad and then i walked over to him and I, I did not sucker punch him i spoke to him first and i was like hey buddy this is gonna be in your dick That's soon. For i mean sucker your face it wasn't like that biker did to me where I walked away and he fucking hit me in the side of the jaw. And then the dudes, it was funny because when I hit him, his face hit the wall. So I was like, <laughs> but then like yeah. all I saw was blackness because this bouncer yeah. just swallowed me up because he knew that dude's five friends were about to jump me and kick the living shit out of me. And I like hurt my hand. I got thrown out in the street. <laughs> it was bad. But anyways, listen, that is depressing conversation. We just talked about how World Star was like this depressing place. Well, we I, yeah, I, I was going to say fighting is so fucking dumb. And, and it really is awful. It, it, like, especially as you get older, you gain perspective. And it really is the dumbest fucking thing that two human grown men can yep. do. By the it way, it's also it's all. Yeah. Well, no, it's also to see two full grown sized men fight. That's some scary shit right there because you yeah. don't know what that I mean, you could literally die. Like you, you could get into a situation where someone punches somebody, they could go air. into a seizure, they could die, they could hit their head on concrete, they could fucking die. A guy could pull out a gun, a knife. You see two grown ass men fucking fight. People are like, I mean, other than like boxing or UFC, of course, there's rules and there's people there. Just to see them fight in a bar, be like, yeah, I want to see a fucking fight, dude. It's scary. I'm telling yeah, you, and, it's fucking scary. And nobody looks cool. That's the thing. I think I think that's the thing nobody gets when they watch these fights on the internet. Nobody ever comes away looking cool. No. Even if someone like knocks somebody out, like no matter what they do, you still kind of feel bad about it. You know what I'm saying? Like unless yeah. they like hurt like your wife or one of your kids or some shit. That's like, only. That but that's that, just... that's a legitimate defense. I feel like when you fight someone for no fucking reason other than to protect your wounded pride or ego or some shit like mm -hmm. this, some some basic ass like nothing thing that you're never gonna even need when you die, and who gives a fuck? Like when yeah. you do that, like there's no way that the next morning that you don't feel like a complete fucking tool and have no dignity of yours. I mean, you literally lose dignity 
by doing shit like that. But anyway, no. let's get off the fucking Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. speaking. We got, we got, yeah. Don't use violence. Don't fucking do Hello it. Hello there. Hey, we should start fucking it out with each other. It's like, oh yeah, you really want to show me how it's done? You, you better make me come. Well, yeah. Why don't you just tell it? Next time someone gets in your face, like, how about I just suck your dick? Just yell it out loud. I'll Michael, lick your teeth. I'll start. lick your tip hole. I swear to God. If you keep going. I'm gonna juggle your balls too. You're like, I don't what? Is it Michael Park will start trying to fight us? <laughs> Come on, fuck me. No. Uh, <laughs> I said, uh, anyway, so okay, we got it. We have to because I promised people who who had not seen the Boogeyman that we would be done talking about it by 9 p.m. Eastern. So we got to not continue, please, chatting or whatever, and and throwing out the super chats. We will answer every single one of them. But for the moment, for now, for the next 29 minutes, if it takes that long, 27 minutes, it won't take that long. Let's Part talk about uh, what we're we're actually our jobs are, uh, and that is we have uh, jobs. new horror movie uh, well you know what i mean hand jobs yes. um the boogeyman came out and based on a stephen king story it's in theaters now and there's not a whole lot of spoilers so i don't think we're gonna like wreck the movie for you if you haven't seen it to be personal nah. like i think we all know what's coming with this movie but uh it is especially, a if, party, especially so. if they read the book well the book well the book is a lot different never mind the book's different Right, and if you guys do chat spoilers out there, we'll answer them before the ten o'clock hour or nine o'clock hour as well. But uh, I haven't. I I already did a whole review for it. So first and foremost, like, what the fuck did you think about it, you piece of sexy shit? I thought it was. I, th I thought it was a solid movie. I feel like it was a seven point I don't feel like it was anything special or like amazing. I've seen movies like that before. It kind of felt like a little bit more of a uh, less um, action oriented. Um, darkness falls i mean and, and a little bit more of a story a little bit more of a like some um oomph to the overall theme uh but that's what i there were there were certain moments in this film i i especially got um echoes of something like darkness falls and then there was even moments of this film that i felt like there was like jeeper creepers moments like uh because the 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 creature the boogeyman itself while it seems immediately you would you would think and it does at least the way it's presented is a supernatural entity. It's really not. It can be killed by physical means, like fucking gunshots hurt it, fire hurts it, like someone giving it uh, a bad haircut might hurt its feelings, or even someone slapping it in the face in a power slap competition. That will hurt it. But <laughs> I, uh, I feel like the the reason why this movie is is well done is is the acting is is really good. I, I do feel like the acting is, and I I, I can relate relate to the father in this, um, as. Uh, many of you that are coming and watching the spoiler party know uh, the, the basic synopsis is they, the, the, the father, uh, father of two, they've lost their mother to a car accident. They're struggling to come to grips with that. This mysterious stranger comes in and does a therapy session. He leaves behind some doo-doo, a.k.a. the booger man, uh, after he kills himself in the house. Spoiler. That's the spoiler right there. And then the booger David man. Malkian, who's a he's amazing. Amazing. Uh, and the booger man uh, haunts noses and closets throughout the entire movie and under beds. Uh, so that's the basic uh, idea of it. But I feel that while it remains a straight, general, pretty good, not bad horror movie, I feel like there's a lot of symbolic things going on in this film that I like. Uh, if you look deeper other than the monster, by the way, we I will say the visual effects of the creature itself are they're, they're pretty good. They're not bad. It looks like an like arachnid type of monster or something and bald yeah I, I, I thought it was cool looking it wasn't scary i just thought it was cool looking but there's something else about it i feel like the symbolic nature of the film goes into the fact that the creature itself represents the um the inability of the father to reconcile with the daughters like he can't come to an understanding they can't bridge the gap 
like I lost my wife, you lost your mother. I don't know how to deal with that pain on my own. And I don't know how to help you deal with your pain. And I don't know where we're at. I feel like the monster is that sense of guilt and anger and hurt that is represented between the father and the two daughters. I mean, again, that's going deeper than probably should have to go, but I, I feel like the, the same sim- thing. Like at the, if, if the movie ended at the end and like someone told you, by the way, there was never actually a monster. This was all like metaphorical. Like that yeah. would make sense to me. Like well, based on what that's what, for. well, I, I was looking at it in a, in, a, in that type of way. Uh, Cause especially when I started looking at the fact that the monster itself could be hurt by physical weapons, like physical things can hurt it. And, 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 you know, I, I feel like, I mean, they didn't do some sappy ass shit where they were like, Oh, love defeats it. Love does. <laughs> just say you love me, bitch. And everything goes away. And if you look at it in the eyes and you say, I'm not afraid of you anymore, it'll go away. <laughs> it's not like that. But I feel like that's maybe what the director was going for. Maybe that's what Stephen King was going for. Again, he wrote this as a short story. It's only 10 pages long uh, that came out in the 74 a collected edition of Graveyard Shift. Uh, and I read this story and I remember this story from when I read it a long time ago. And it was the, the story that Stephen King wrote, I feel like is a lot more just on the nose horror. It's on the nose horror because in that particular version, the man that comes in, the, the mysterious man that talks to the therapist, he comes back, you know, much like the end of this movie, he comes back because he hears a sound and then the therapist stands up and it was the monster all along. And that's the way that it ends. It's fucking, it's kind of freaky. I, I kind of, that's more of a traditional horror what the fuck's going to happen next kind of thing rather than this movie. I feel like this movie, it was dealing with, um, I, I do. I feel like this movie um, is, is a lesson on, on heartbreak and, and uh, a family coming together after a tragedy, it, but they have to have the, the sprinkling of horror in it to kind of get the message across. I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. And I actually think that that was kind of some of the stuff, like it was well done. Like they did a good job of it. Like there was nothing wrong with any of that stuff, but it also felt like they hammered it home way too much. At some Sometimes, point yeah. it was like, look, I get it. They're sad, all right? I don't. I, I know why they're sad. I don't need to watch her go through every single one of her mom's fucking boxes and, like, look at sad videos. Yeah. Like, the middle of the movie, at some point, it really nosedived, and, like, they spent all their time talking about grief, and it's like, I feel like we lost the boogeyman stuff. But speaking of the look of the monster, which is one of the spoilers, for, one of the main spoilers is actually the look of it. Like, I love two things about oh. it, dude. I love how they, they slowly showed it. Because were you like me when I was watching it the first couple times it popped up? I just thought I missed it. I was like, did I fucking miss it? They just didn't show it, I think, for yeah. a while. Uh, but it would be the, the 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 scares were happening so fast, and they would gradually show you more and more and more. And I kept expecting to see CGI butt shit. And then, like, when at the end, when they finally did the reveal. Like, I thought it was dope as fuck because I expected, because all anybody does now is the straight up goddamn Demi Gorgon ripoff. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's all the same shit. I thought it was dope as fuck here, just like I thought it was in Smile, where the mouth opens up and the and it's a fucking person inside the monster with their hands and like coming out. And I was like, I'm coming out. Yeah. I'm I coming out right now. now. Uh, uh, Michael, did you play that song? <laughs> uh, no uh yeah well no i agree um it was a it was an awesome awesome concept and and the way they delivered on that concept as far as the creature design was on point very well done and again i did like i, I liked um the little girl when she was watch when she was playing her video games and then she turns around and That's then great. it's on the fucking thing and i love the way it looked it's on the tv set and it jumps at her it looks again i like when i see it it reminded me of like an arachnid type of 
spidery thing. Like, and, I, and I thought that was fucking cool. I thought it was a really interesting take on that design. Um, yeah. I, I, the only, and I, I do, I don't know what, I, I don't like this shit. So I did take points away. There were moments where I felt like it was repetitive and it does take too long to get to the goddamn point, which is, I don't, I'm a valuable man. I'm really not, but I mean, I was getting bored. Uh, it took too long to get to the point, but I also don't like directors sometimes or writers or whoever the fuck is designing the lighting on this. I don't like some of the lighting. I don't like the fucking super dark shit. I don't like that. Okay. Where I can't <laughs> fucking see and yeah. I need goddamn Superman like goggles to see like like I get it you got to make it spooky I get that but if I'm fucking blind for real if I'm the viewer of the film I get that the, the protagonist has to be blind in an almost pitch blackness but as a viewer and I'm watching this like god and I'm like saying what's happening I was like I can't see shit <laughs> like brighten your movie up lighter guy or lighting lighting guy like, <laughs> <laughs> that did you and it reminded me of like was it relic is that the one that's like the monster I can't always see looks it yeah, it always looks cool, but it's because you can only see, see like a fucking pinky. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, like yeah, that's what my wife says all the time. Uh, I can't see it. <laughs> I know it's there, but I can't see it's it. It's like, <laughs> go ahead and put it in. It's like I am in. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? Oh um, man, but yeah, I, I hated that about that movie. I really did. I was, I, I, and again, that's for any movie that does that shit. And I get why they do it. They want you in a spookular environment. They really want. To draw you out of your comfort zone and put you in this atmosphere in this environment, but god damn, bitch, I don't have x-ray vision. I can't fucking see night vision. I don't have goggles that I can pull over to my eyes and look at the yeah. fucking screen. I'm not doing your job for you, lighting guy. Do it that, for me. That shit, that shit did get me though a couple times because that's how they get you though, because you're like and then all of a sudden, yeah, like, if you're, and you're like, Fuck. yeah, but, that, but I, I feel like I it wasn't even that. Like sometimes it was just like the whole movie's just fucking like they're dark. setting you up, dude. They're set. It's a long, know, it's a it's long like, game. Can we get? Can we get? Please, just a bit of the butt crack of the sun coming through <laughs> for just a second. Just to give me where we're at. How many times did it did it did it did it get you? By the way, how many jump scares did it did it shake your it's fucking? Probably about fifteen. Your, but I mean, and that pissed me off as well. I was going to deduct it. <laughs> I can do it. I, would. I, I was going to deduct points from it for that reason. Because I, all right, here's the thing. I get when jump scares, people love to go to horror movies because they want to get jump scared. They want a little dribble of poop to come out their anus hole. I get that totally. Why do you else, why else you want to go? But I don't like that. I don't want dribbles of poop running down my leg because I have to go to, I don't want to walk around like I'm the penguin. The And also, I, but I also don't like when they have jump scares that, don't mean anything when they have jump scares to cover up their own inadequacies as a writer because there's plot holes or the story's not very well written and so they're just having jump scares to cover up that fact like you know farting really loud because you were like i don't know trying to cover up a sneeze and you accidentally farted or or no coughing and then trying to cover up a fart or something like that like that's what i feel like sometimes happens but in this particular instance it didn't piss me off that much because it actually does work in favor of the film there are times when the jump scares work um and in this particular instance the jump scares were good they were good because it it made sense for the story it wasn't because they were just doing it out of nowhere like the girl walking down the hallway she has to run to the bathroom and then all of a sudden it's like ah, you know it's like something <laughs> like what what the fuck was that like there was no need for that but um it, in one particular instance the guy that hangs himself um that comes over to the therapist with the jump scare that happens after she sees his body. Like that was good. I was like, that's a good jump scare. Like that makes sense. It actually goes and flows with the storyline. 
So I, f- I feel good about that. But there's like I've seen movies before where it's like just jump scare after jump scare, and there's no fucking reason why. And I was like, and then I get pissed, and that's why I get scared, and then I get mad, and I start screaming and like wishing fucking goddamn an asteroid to hit the director in the fucking head <laughs> at some point when he leaves his house because I'm like, you sorry sack of shit, you sorry yeah. sack of shit director. You can't even tell a good fucking story, so you just put in this cheap ass fucking scare. Ooh, it makes me mad, yeah. and then you know I get over it. But you, you know what I love, dude? I loved I love the ending because like, and mm. then this so so like when I talk about like, these movies, it being PG thirteen, I, I didn't think that bothered it like at all. Like I no. thought the PG thirteen was fine because it was a movie that didn't need gore. It like that opening scene. So when the opening shows up, it's just this camera moving through this house like almost Sam Raimi style, and the yeah. boogie's been like a lot fucking to watch scene, and, <laughs> and like it's yeah. flying around through the thing, and you, you're like, "What's that? What, what, what are you saying? What are you saying?" Yeah. It's like nobody, no problems, and then like it fucking <laughs> comes out. But the baby's in the crib in the opening, and the up, thing. Yeah. The things like a lock jeans and then it pops up and the camera moves away from the baby and it moves to like a fucking picture of the family and then you just hear right up and <laughs> it sounds like fucking wake up. uh wake up. <laughs> it sounds like a, a, system, a, of a down. system of a down it's like and then, like, I never, I, stuff, I'm glad you know I never understood what he said. I always go wake up <laughs> no, so like, uh, yeah it's like uh uh once you put the keys on the table you want to uh and then yeah. <laughs> blood, yeah. blood splats <laughs> blood yeah. splats the family picture yeah. and you're like holy shit that's genius because in the opening of the film you guys just killed a baby you i know killed a small child right at pg-13 fucking uh uh like tag that's cool yeah and you I mean, it's not cool in... don't kill a baby i'm just saying it's cool <laughs> they, they went that far uh yeah put that on a t-shirt hey it's not don't kill babies but uh but that can go with it <laughs> that was a yeah that was a gnarly opening man and it set the tone you were like okay they will do fucked up shit and they don't need gore and that's what i said i've seen people saying that this is like oh this movie is a great um um gateway movie to like show horror movies to like younger people yeah, i'm like bitch this shit's scarier than like it, any well, already some- conjuring shit i've seen it's, I, well, I don't think it's that. I don't think it's the Conjuring level. I definitely, but I, I agree not with the that. original, but like some yeah, of the spinoffs. Yeah, well, especially the second one. But I, I definitely agree that maybe it is a good. I mean, you know, kids nowadays that you know they, they don't want to go back and watch like some more introductory horror films into into that realm. This is a pretty good movie for them to be introduced to horror, and there's also a, a lot of deep themes going throughout the film too. So, because it, it does, then it does expose uh, kids or or somebody that maybe isn't really into horror movies that there's more to horror than just being terrified beyond belief there's actually you can tell great stories and like heartfelt stories inside of a of a nougat of a horror movie so yeah. and i and i feel like that's i feel like this is on that on, on the same part by the way uh the ring was uh rated pg-13 and that was scary as fuck to me yeah so it can be done but it's like it's like are they doing it for the right reasons? So you never trust it when they say it's PG thirteen. Like typically, yeah. when, especially when it's like Blumhouse or something, it's like, oh, you guys, are just, this is a money thing, and and I don't trust you not to 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 cut important shit out of the movie to make it PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. But it does. I will say the PG thirteen does not affect this movie. No. They they spend a really long time. Uh, and by the way, I thought everybody in the movie was good. Like all yeah. the actors were good. Um, but like they spent a really long time just beating you over the head with how sad this, this family story is. And you've seen that in a million stories before. You kind of know where this is going. You've also yeah. seen the boogeyman story. So there's nothing new. I think the only new thing they did was again, like the, the way that they showed you the creature was pretty fucking cool. I like that. Yeah. And uh, did you dude? I got fucking pumped at the end uh, when they brought out the hairspray 
because like that we was used cool. to that ship I, I did like as the, kids. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, I didn't like them adding. Um, that was one thing though. I was kind of like, okay, that shit's goofy. That shit a little corny though. I'm just gonna say it, dog. It's a little corny when they brought out the ghost bomb. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, she's like, let me tell you the secrets of how to be. It, and it, I'm like, it, I was like, all right, you're doing really good. Until a fucking force ghost of Obi Wan Kenobi popped up, to, you know how, how to defeat <laughs> fucking uh, how to defeat Darth Sidious or whatever. But I, they didn't show her. Just so you guys know, it wasn't like a haunted mansion. No, I know. Scene. I didn't like that. I, I don't. I don't like that. The super like I know it's all supposed to be supernatural, but really when it's not, and then they were trying to add stuff in, like as far as like the supernatural possible element, the 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 the, the daughter was getting inspiration from the deceased mother, and I was like, yeah. But I did. I mean, it was cool though. I mean, it was it was a cool. Like it kind of reminded me of um, that girl's a badass. She, it kind of reminded me of uh, was it? Well, it's kind of like Alien. She has to go on the attack. It's very much yeah. like Ripley. That um, girl looks like Billie Eilish, by the way. She does. Well, and then when I when I was saying it, it reminds me of Darkness Falls when she goes to the um, the the, the guy that committed suicides his his old house and she goes in and the woman the crazy woman's up there and she sets all those fucking traps and shit you know like fucking west west from puddle of blood yeah yeah uh she sets all those traps that reminded me of darkness falls when he's like setting traps and how to beat the boogeyman and and then she's right behind you yeah yeah it was cool I didn't like that storyline at all. So if you guys don't know, there's a storyline where uh, the guy who comes over there and kind of accidentally gives them the boogeyman, David S. Malkian, uh, he does so because like his three kids have all died and been killed by the boogeyman. But and they were bound, they were blaming it. him. Yeah, everybody thinks he did it. So he hangs himself in their house and by proxy, it attaches itself to grief. But the girl to find out, when, because every one of these horror movies has to do the, I'll have to investigate and figure out how to stop it. Yeah. Thank God they didn't go to a library at some college and like do the, Dude, I was, the scam I was, thing. I, I thought the same thing. And they were going to go, they were going to call Vincent D'Afrano and he was going to be like, oh, what you got there? It's the book. <laughs> every fucking one yeah everyone's the same thing and this one what she does is she goes to that guy's wife and she's living she's let their house go to shit and by the way that was probably like a fucking a million million dollar home that they were living in it's all gone to shit and she goes in there and i did think it was dumb i was like this fucking demon or this fucking boogeyman can like literally unscrew and like pop light bulbs but this chick's surviving using dollar tree candles it's like it would just blow them out like it would just fucking blow because them out he didn't, Why see it coming. he didn't see it coming <laughs> it's like nobody be but, that dumb to use dollar tree fucking light bulbs again <laughs> <laughs> this lady looks exactly like the singer of puddle of mud the second she comes up and shows her face i'm like a little bit psycho yeah <laughs> like that's exactly yeah. what she looked like and uh but that i didn't like that i thought that was corny when she sets up the traps and it gets shot and that's where kind of some of the cg stuff sticks out too yeah. um she reminded that, me of uh reba mcintyre without a music degree or a music <laughs> musical career like, if, that's what if reba fancy Mac- actually let her mom down yeah give me fuel <laughs> give me fire give me reba mcintyre <laughs> yeah it's reba if fancy actually let her mom down mm-hmm. uh but no I was after seeing that scene though shit like this thing got shot with multiple shotguns and all this crazy shit like that and yeah. then they go back to the house and it takes her dad and sucks him in the suck zone in the butthole yeah. of the house it sucks his and, dick <laughs> yeah she's like don't worry little sister I've got a hockey stick I'm like girl you just saw this fucking thing get eaten alive by seven buck shots like what do you do with a hockey stick maybe he doesn't he doesn't like hockey and he doesn't want to watch a wings game <laughs> i don't want to get captured and be put through that <laughs> oh shit but 
Uh, ultimately, it ended up good, though. I, I just I think that there was tiny things like that here and there. And again, they did too much with the grief stuff. But I think I th- I forgot what I think I gave it a seven point five at the end of the day. Like I think I enjoyed it as a whole. As a yeah, okay, I, USA. It's actually a, it, well, it was nice. I mean, you know, it's June fifth, and and it, you know, a good horror movie came out and and you normally don't get those kind of films in the in the summer months anyway so it was it was a, it was a, um, a nice surprise it, it does feel like this is the kind of movie i feel like when if you're having a halloween party it's one of the first movie movies that you'll put on to kind of get people going if you have a big party or whatever you're like hey pop in that booger man 2023 and let's watch it and people are like <laughs> yeah. yeah man because I mean, you can kind of watch it casually and and, and be like it's fun i'm having a yeah. good time yeah, I'll go, and that's it. I'll go back and watch it, dude, but I'll definitely fast forward. Like, I, I know the parts to fast forward on, and they were sad and they were done really well. Like, they yeah. didn't, it wasn't corny. Like, they did the grief stuff well. I'm just yeah. bored by it, and I know exactly where it's all going. So, like, if I, I, it's not very rewatchable unless you fast forward through shit. But if you yeah. fast forward, forward through some shit, there's some really cool moments. Well, that's why, like, I mean, enjoy. if you're, if you're having a uh, Halloween party showing, uh, everyone's not going to give a fuck about someone's goddamn you know, mom dying. I don't care. Yeah. I'm drinking goddamn Coors Light, yeah. Miller Light. And if I'm a little frisky tonight and my boyfriend, Bud Light, uh, <laughs> I'm going, I, I don't give a shit who's dying. Uh, yeah. I just want to see some horror shit. You it's like, oh, check on. out this part. Yeah, that's it. It's one of those. What's, you, what's your rating? I gave it a seven. Seven? Mm-hmm. We're in the same wheelhouse as well. Oh, but dude, did, just to, last thing, last spoiler before I get to uh, see if you guys have any comments about it. Um, fucking... Dude, that the one that got me, it was actually in one of the clips or trailers or whatever. Still, dude, I was by myself and I didn't even order popcorn. I just had some lifesavers gummies and I'm mm-hmm. sitting there. And there's this lady like three seats away from me. And I actually really embarrassed myself, dude, when this scene happened. And it's the scene where she's she gets home and she's like, Not right now, little sister. God, leave me the fuck alone. Oh, yeah. And she shuts the door behind her. And all of a sudden, that thing comes through the door and it's like, Raw! out of nowhere. Dude, I literally went, Whoa! <laughs> Like I, I fucking like I had to hide my face out of embarrassment because I yelped and it scared the fuck out of me. Oh no! <laughs> did that did that one get you? I lost count after a while. I was, like <laughs> like my shit. I, I did jump for like my shit. My I felt like I was on crack, like withdrawing. And be like... <laughs> I mean, yeah, it doesn't dude, that... hit you that. It, like it's not the most like jump scared movie I've ever seen. But it definitely got me, and and but I wasn't mad. Like usually, I'll just get pissed off at movies like that because I'm like, you guys, you guys are pieces of fucking hot ass sun drenched <laughs> garbage juice because you don't have a good fucking story. You cock sucking pieces of fucking shit. But in this one, I'm like, all right, I get it, I get it. Uh, I'm scrolling through right now just to make sure there's no uh, super titties directly involved in spoilers with that and i don't believe that there is yeah because probably nobody um, saw you guys gotta go check out the booger man check it, it out. did not it didn't do well it did not do well in theaters it only made like 20 million and it's got to reach like 100 million to like be Ooh. profitable so nah. i don't know if we're going to get that second you ain't going to make that chief time to get new job cut uh, uh, yeah, Michael did say, I kind of wish we actually got to see more of the boogeyman's true form. Like, you want to mm. see that that thing crawl all the like Ace yeah. Ventura, like, <laughs> gotta get some oxygen. <laughs> uh, I, well, yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, it would have been cool to see more shots of it, um, especially when the reveal happened. But I guess they were trying to keep it as secret as they can to make it more horrific when you saw it. I don't know. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. if you saw it more often and it was crawling on the walls and it was fully lighted. It would look like, you know, just like an alien movie or something. It wouldn't be that scary, I guess. 
Yeah, for sure. When it was in its like gangly ass form and like crawling over the walls, it would have mm. just looked like the thing for Mama if they yeah. showed it. But well, that, that one scene me. where it was like the thing for Mama scared <laughs> me. Yeah, that would have that. I, I was I was glad that like they knew they had CG, but they kept it at bay because they mm. knew if we show this thing, it's gonna look like ass. And just like in Smile, they save that final monster moment for the very end. Hey, monster man, mm. how's it going? I'm gonna get some chili cheese fries at the mall later. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get a slushy too. <laughs> okay, I got that, that. I think that concludes our broadcast day when it comes to spoiler wise for the Boogeyman. If you guys want to talk about it, we still can. We'll just we'll just stop with the spoilers so that because I told I people pee. we can stop. Uh, you fucking i was gonna go pee all right go pee fucking okay. slut i'll be back just bring your can you record it on your phone what so oh yeah you i always do i have files and files and okay files. just okay. send it to me later i needed oh, well. to go to sleep all right <laughs> i have to watch jp before i can sleep it's a thing i have to i have to watch him i can't sleep without exa- at least seeing jay's dick just one time before I close my eyes, because otherwise the monsters creep in, you know, and we don't want that. Jay's 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 dick makes me feel safe um, at night, and it keeps the monsters away, like an apple does the doctors. David Nangle the Third says it would be a cool live commentary for you both to choose a movie to watch that you've been trying to get the other to see. Just throwing stuff out there, all love, fellas. You know, we did something kind of like that when we started Revenge of the Action movie. It was like, hey, let's take turns picking. And I wanted to pick, I don't, did we ever do, fuck, I can't remember if we did that or not. Uh, Big Trouble, not Big Trouble Little China. But by the way, there is, we just did a commentary on Patreon for Big Trouble Little China in person. But um, fuck, what's the name of that movie? Showdown Little Tokyo. I can't remember if we did that or not one, but I was, I, I was like, I know you will love this movie. Please watch it. And just because I want him to watch it, Jay was like, no. Nah. And that happens with us sometimes. Like, just because you want me to, I'm not gonna. So something like that could be fun, man. That's that's a that's a good idea, David. And also, we used to do those like we try to like recreate the Saturday night movie on HBO, like 9 p.m. every Saturday night. There's a brand new movie, and you know, nobody nobody watched it though. But we kind of took turns doing that one too. So uh, I, so far we're 0 for two taking turns on shit, uh, unless it comes to women, and that's that's never happened either. I don't know why I said that. That was weird. We have dated the same person once or twice, but like when we were kids, you know, like there was no Eskimo brothers type stuff going on there. I'm worried vomiting. Benny G says, Hey, lit liquors. Just one needed to let you know that you're an amazing outlet. That really helps me through tough times. You help us all. Thank you. No, thank you, Benny. I'm not going to do it. I was, I started to do the fucking Benny and the jets thing, but I bet you've heard that a thousand times in your life. And I don't want that sweet comment of yours tainted by something that you've had to hear. Cause me personally, I've had to hear the fucking Mikey likes it joke about a billion times in my life. And it doesn't actually upset me, but it's not entertaining. You know, it's not entertaining at all, but I hope you guys know the same thing. You guys do the exact same thing for us. So it's a fucking, we're even, we're fucking even doing this, hanging out, talking to you guys about movies, having people sh- give a shit about what we have to say. Uh, it gives me all, all the good, feelings in my in my in my tum tum that i need and by tum tum you 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 know what i mean benny thank you man appreciate that and i'll make sure jay sees that as well because that was a very sweet thing of you to say um foe show tyler mckinther tyler Tyler, i don't think i've ever seen your name over here before he says hey big daddy mike that's that's what they call me in the streets of wisconsin he says finally made it over here from twitter love your guys content wondering what you guys think of american horror story and how it's been since jessica lang left it love you guys dude thank you so much by the way it's wonderful to see you here 
first fucking super chat ever. Give it up for fucking Tyler, everybody. Tyler, who shares a name with one of the coolest movie characters of all time, ended up being kind of a dick, but we're sure you're not, Tyler Durden. Um, but yeah, dude, uh, we used to, I don't know if you know this or not, maybe you do, but we used to, back in the day, we used to do every single episode of American Horror. When we lived close together, we would come over to my house at like 1130 at night and we would go outside and like film like a rogue real quick uh, recap of every single episode. And our dumb fucking butts decided to do that right during our busiest month of the year. So it was always crazy. I'd be at like, I think I was working at the time too full time. So I would be like doing like uh, like working, get off in the morning, go to sleep, come back. We'd watch it at like 10 I'd go outside, we'd film it, and I'd be like, like 3 a.m. editing it and just like slapping up some half-assed fucking video. And then one time we woke up and we confused one of the actresses with another actress. And it just so happened to be a black actress and people were very, very upset. And there was a whole lot of they they don't all look the same going on. And we had to explain, do you know this channel? We don't ever get actors or actresses name rights just no matter what their color is and it was a shit show but we used to try to do that every week is the long and short of it um and i honestly checked out during the roanoke season i think we even covered a couple seasons past that where we would still do that but like i i just i checked out after that because that was so cool that was a really good thing they had going and at like mid-season they started going nah fuck it we're just gonna surprise everybody by taking whatever story we promised you and instead of doing good writing like four episodes in they'd be like fucking it's the village m night Shyamalan again like this isn't actually about any of the shit we promised and it became not about good storytelling but became about shock value and none of it was actually good it was like jerry springer the later years when you knew it was fucking fake so i don't think either of us has watched ahs in a few seasons have we have you jay what no watch ahs in a while no i don't know what <laughs> That one kid that played the devil, that the the one young guy that played the devil was the last Michael one. was his name. They were in the Dunes, and the I Sand Dunes. That kid was awesome. I, and then I I, I kind of lost interest. I don't know, dude. I I realized when I looked at myself in the mirror after I was done tinkling and washing my hands that I was like I look like an aging Fred Durst fan. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I was well, like, you definitely it, don't look like Fred Durst. Maybe Fred Durst. No, fan. it's just a backwards cap. It was just like, yeah, yeah, you're wearing a button-up shirt and a backwards cap. Are you wearing fucking Jinkos as well? <laughs> when, when you came, I don't think you heard me, but when you came onto the stream before we went live, I was like, we're the backwards hats, the oh, backwards yeah. hats club. <laughs> I know, yeah, like, I, like I'm almost like, you know, I'll be forty and it's like, you gotta stop wearing your hats backward. Like, what the fuck are you do doing? It, unless you own, unless you own a mechanic shop, don't wear your hats backwards. <laughs> no, dude, I was at the, I went to the gym the other day, and there's this lady, and she's really really old but she's always like saying like nice shit to me and like sometimes it's sort of flirty and i'm like all right all wow. right barbara you know i walk in I, I scan my little id card and she's like you you you've been working hard you, you you look like you've lost a couple pounds i'm like thanks lady but the other day she was like i love that i was like what she was like the way the little hair just comes out of the front wow. of your hat i'm like stop it barbara stop it so after i came i went and worked out but it was just a really nice thing of her to say i don't think i'm ready to give up backwards hats yet jay well, my, okay. my, my hair only sticks out from the top when I haven't, I'm like, I have a, like a receding hairline. So I haven't had my hair cut in a while. So I have to wait until my hair gets down to like Joe Elliott from lead singer of Def Leppard for it to get like this. But once I continue balding. Yeah. Once I, once I complete my balding cycle, I'll just keep this bit here. Dude, I'll I just like glue some on. And I'm, just do I'm this. that close. I'm that close to doing straight Bruce Willis. 
like just <laughs> fucking do, go on the full Monty and shave it. it. Man. It's one of the only good things about my body. I can't give it up yet. By the way, Benny said something super sweet. He's, he just wanted to let us know that we're an amazing outlet that really helps through tough times. Hey, thanks, Benny. That's very nice of you. You're probably in the mail for saying that. Thanks so much. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, is that you? No, Dad never said anything about that. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, before I go pee, just to, to catch up where we're at on the super chats, my friend, we're at 8.38 p.m. If you want to scroll over there and chat right. out. And it Let was from in. good old Garrett. Tight butt Garrett, I like to call Oh, all right. Says, Can't watch all the screen. Got some Baywatch to catch up on. Woo. Woo. Look forward to seeing you beautiful men in a few days, though. You right. got damn right. And we're it's going to be nice seeing you, Garrett. Goddamn. It's been a long fucking trip through the sand dunes without seeing your beautiful smile. I was talking about Garrett the other night, and I actually unironically called him Gare Bear. I was talking to somebody else, and I was like, oh, yeah, I was talking to Gare Bear the other day, and I was like, oh, wow, I am a homosexual. And there's nothing wrong with that, especially not this month of our Lord Jay. Yeah, it's all Jay. good. Everything's, everything's open this month, I suppose. <laughs> so uh, we're at 840 with Michael Parton. I'm like, I got my dick hurts. All right. All right. Thank you so much. I'll see you soon. Uh, I'll be right back. All right. Uh... uh by the way, I did notice that when I wear a hat, I, I feel like it constricts my brain flow. So I feel a little bit more intoxicated than I normally do. I don't know what that is. Do you guys ever feel like that? Like when you wear a hat, like your brain and your head, like it gets squeezed. So like, fucking, maybe I'm just high. Uh, Tref, <clears throat> Treffle met it. I don't, dude, I don't know what the, I can't. And you have an exclamation point. So you're really proud of that name. I'm sorry, man. I don't know how to say it. Treffle met it. Treffle met it. Um, what's up, fellas? Happy to be celebrating my 24th with you all. Thank you guys for the laughs. Do you guys have a favorite birthday memory of your own? Well, if it's your birthday, a happy goddamn birthday, and I hope it's going very well. Thank you for spending it with us, and we hope that we can give you at least a slight smile with our shitty humor and even our shittier drinking habits. But uh, favorite birthday memory? No. At least for me, I was always drunk. <laughs> I don't remember shit. I know it was a good time. At least I was told it was. Um, but I don't have any specific thing that stands out in my mind, mainly because it was erased from things called beer. But um, I'm sure it was fun. I, I think I had a... Was there any? No. Can't think of any. But I hope you're having a great one and making some good memories. Just stay sober a little bit so you can remember some stuff. I think I remember leading like things leading up to it. But then like, hey, who wants to get pregame drunk? I'm like, I do. I do. And then it was all downhill from there. But thank you so much, man. Um, Michael Parton uh, coming in comes says uh, there was always there was a also a really whack ass boogeyman movie from the 80s that was trying to be like a supernatural slasher. Mm, I think I know what you're talking about, Michael. Um, there was. It, it, was it Cameron's Closet? Um. I know, I, I remember as a kid, Cameron's Closet scared the fuck out of me. I, I was a kid. It was a, one of the first one of the first horror movies I remember watching. That always scared me. Then I watched it. I was like, this is like a fucking bag of hog shit when I watched it when I was older. But it scared the shit out of me at the time. But I, I kind of, if it's that one, yes. And then if it's another one, I don't know. But yes. Uh, Creasefold. Oh. Hey, guys, you are both invited to the Kumite. You are not Japanese. You are not knocking. You once told me use any technique works to keep an open mind. To what? To honor you, Shidoshi. We gladly accept your invite to the Kumite. Chris Fold. 
Dan Murphy says, besides the Christine car, I think the Creepers truck in Jeepers Creepers is such a unique slash iconic horror movie vehicle. Any others come to mind? Um, that's a really good one. I mean, of course, most people would say that the, um, the, the, the car that Michael stole from the first Halloween, even though I don't, I don't really, I mean, it is iconic. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know if it would be considered on, on, on the Christine car, um, Creepers truck. Um, um, I don't know, man. That's a good question. I don't, nothing's coming to mind. <laughs> At least not right now. Um, I'm sure later on after this stream ends, I'll be like, fuck, I should have said that. And I didn't. No, can't think of anything, man. But those are great. The Christine car, absolutely. And the and the Creepers truck, 1,000%. Sutter says, Gillette, the best a man can get. Gillette. He says, hey, sexies, have no fear. The ginger stallions are here. Thank you. I was wondering when you guys were going to show up. Holy fuck, it's been like an apocalypse out here without you. And I think we're caught up. I think so. I think we're good. All right, we're good. We're good. Sutter Gillette, the Ecto-1. Yes, you know what? You are correct, though. But then again, it's hard to classify Ghostbusters as a horror movie. I would never classify it as a horror movie. I feel like it's one of the most iconic films of all time, in my opinion. But I feel like it's a mixture of more of a fantasy slash comedic greatness than horror even though i don't know maybe back in the 80s did in the mid 80s i don't know did they i was born in 84 i don't know if any of you fine folk were alive and, and going to films and going to movies in 1984 was it considered a horror movie i don't think it was but i could be wrong um den murphy says death proof car is a good call oh uh do i know that one i think so yes i do know that one that is a good one i like that one that's a good one too that is a good one. Jimmy Lee Doucette, NWO for life. I mean, obviously, let's get on. Let's get on with it. I was always going to be black and white NWO. Fuck the fucking Wolfpack. Never liked that shit. When they split up and they became the the red NWO and, and the, the whole Wolfpack thing, I was like, all right, we're watching the decline now of something that was once great. But it is what it is. They sold a lot of T-shirts. Um, God, Tomo Ogata says, can it really be a horror movie if Dan Aykroyd got a BJ by a ghost? See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I don't know. I And would you have opted for it? I think so, because she was hot and she was a ghost, yes. But she was performing fellatio in a very sexual way. And she was floating above the wiener, which means she had a lot. Of, she could do it very well. Um, That was... was was that movie marketed to kids? There's no way it was. No way. I, there's no way. When Ghostbusters came out, there's no way it was. I, actually, I think I know that because I think that Ivan Reitman had come out and said before that it was surprising that the love that that movie got, not that they didn't know that they were making a great movie, like they knew it was going to be a, a, a big hit. They just didn't understand how big of a hit it was going to be with kids. You know, and the fact that like when that part in, in the movie in Ghostbusters, when Ray literally gets his wiener sucked, by the the ghost of, of of mississippi no one like the kids when you were watching that even i was like a kid i was like oh she touched his wiener she didn't suck it like because you see his <laughs> pants unzipped and then he's like oh. i was like oh she just touched it i knew it was, was a the... pleasurable moan but I, I didn't know she was literally giving him a bj 
Yeah, I think the music is what did it. I don't know if they ever planned to market it to kids, but I think when that song came out, it was such a banger. All the kids were like, man, busted makes me feel good. Well, I mean, I, I think it's one of the things I, I feel like it was it was such a to me. Ghostbusters is a timeless hit because it hits on all the levels as an adult. When you go see it, it hits on all those like adult level humor that you find hilarious and funny. But as a kid, you're watching these dudes go in and they bust ghosts but like there's a lot of cool effects there's all this this, this the, the music the the almost cartoony looking ghosts that they bust slimer all that stuff so yeah it, it's one of those again lightning in a bottle type of situations but then personally mike feels the same way ghostbusters 2 is an awesome fucking movie and it got shit on hard yeah I, bullshit. Like it was crazy Ugh. total bullshit excuse me burped right in the microphone what what chat did I you get it. up and i that smelled one? it too broccoli yes Ooh. oh man oh a little bit i don't of think i ate dinner cum cheese there huh oh, oh that's what it was it was that's last night's was. wow liquid diet crusty of man manjas it's manjas it's capri sun for adults it's cum sun cum sun mm. <laughs> god damn why is this channel still exist by the way someone um, said that we were both invited to the kumite and i said we accept with great honor hey <laughs> did you did you catch up on all the uh Everything, yeah, all... everything's caught up yeah oh uh, sweet okay so i think right what when I got the back, hell we... is a dinback <laughs> that <laughs> touch <laughs> uh benny said jay looks like date mike from the office i don't remember date mike i can't i i, I watched almost date all those mike? episodes but i can't <laughs> <laughs> okay I, okay well did he get a lot of dates i'm sure he didn't if his name's literally date mike it sounds like unironically not funny <laughs> oh no <laughs> No, I know he's sorry. He's sorry about it. Here, look. Um, I'll show it to you. It's pretty funny. It's just because the 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 shirt or whatever. Um when he has the koala with the suit. Hey, listen, that's a sexy looking man right there. Good old Michael. Hey, Scott. you gotta have at least balls. you don't look like prison, Mike. <laughs> You gotta have balls of steel, dude, to walk around with a, a beret in today's world and try to pick up a chick. If you're not an oh. artist or a poet, or maybe you gotta be an actor, you gotta have balls. And by the way, yes, I, I didn't buy this shirt. She's sleeping. I, this is she bought this shit for me. I didn't want to wear it. I didn't want to wear it. But, <laughs> shh, shh, that was it. I didn't want to wear it. I didn't want to wear this night because I saw the butterfly collar, but I didn't want her to feel it. Like because I look like Greg Brady. Like, cause this shit was like fucking. I think you look good, dude. No, dude, it was popped out like real far, and there's no buttons. Like, see, there's no <laughs> buttons, so it just like you know, it just flows out. So I was like, fuck, dude. And and then I had it hanging up, like it was, you know, I was I was like like lay my clothes out, like what I'm gonna wear, and I had to put this one, I had to put this one out. And she's like, oh, you don't wear that new shirt I got you? Like, yeah. And then I got when I was got out of the shower and I put it on, and I looked like fucking Greg Brady. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> And uh, anyway, just the whole thing. Hey, for what it's worth, I think the shirt looks good on you. Uh, but, no, dude, but that was maybe the funniest fucking thing that's happened. Yeah, but dude, dude, look at the fucking uh, butterfly collar, dude. I would never buy this. It reminds me of uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he's like, "Yeah, she." Uh, Russell Brand's like, "Yeah, she bought me this shit." He's like, "I spilled, I spilled water." He's like, "She's like, oh, you spilled water on your shirt." He's like, "Oh yeah, take my life, but not yeah, but this dude, shit." This is also like really stretchy, and it's like it's like it's like real like light fabric. Like, dude, if you saw this in person, it's like I, I fucking was a pimp in New York in 1982. Wear that. Uh, Can you hear that? that? Listen, it's like it's like uh, it's like what's like parachutes are made out of. 
but I can't anyway, but it's a great shirt. That's like when your mom comes home, she's like, honey, I got you some clothes. Dude. Like, really? She's like, yeah, I got them from Goodwill. I, real nice. Here's the thing. I, I think it's awesome. And I really, and I feel like it's a sign of like good love when someone wants to go out and buy you something, oh, yeah. I don't, you know, cause I didn't expect it, but when it comes and you're like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You like do that thing. And it, like you do that on the inside, you don't do that on the outside. But here's the thing: oh. like I, like I have, I want to go shopping for my own, my own clothing situation. Accoutrement. Yeah. And then when someone, <laughs> and then you don't really know what to do because you don't want to be an asshole, right? Because someone spent their own money on that. <laughs> that was the funny thing. I've ever yeah. seen this fucking fucking life on this show. Uh, okay, so real quick, I do want to show you something, dude, because that reminded me of this, and it's the. It's one of the most underrated scenes I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, uh, and I, dude, me and Katie were just watching this in the middle of the night the other night, yeah. drinking, and like I was like, I'm just gonna put on this stupid fucking movie. And this scene with Alec Baldwin from the movie, yeah, is one of the grossest, funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Um, okay, here uh, I'll pull up. So this is like the short end of it. But so he's talking to his son, right? Alec Baldwin's talking to his son. Give me back my son. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. Uh, this this his hot secretary walks in his dad's like a woman womanizer whatever and the hot secretary walks in and he's like she walks out and he's like he's telling his son about how he had sex with her whatever but before the scene he was like talking about cheating and he was like son he was like your mom had one of her famous parties and he's like i found myself sozzled in the boathouse <laughs> but the way i like a sozzled <laughs> that part's not in this clip but yeah the way he said he's like uh, he stands up he's like i found myself sozzled in the boathouse <laughs> <laughs> die. but uh, uh hopefully this this translates as good as if you didn't see the whole scene but i gotta show it to you okay hang on um uh present i wonder if that's what alec bolwin uh told the judge when he got off for murder <laughs> i was sozzling <laughs> all right watch this hopefully we don't get demonetized for this but one of my teaching assistants and a very very hard working young woman Ooh. Hey, I fucked her within an inch of her life. True story. She her head through the headboard. I flip her over. She screams, "Give me a choker!" I play the choir boy. What's that? Start wiping to five minutes later. She's fucking like an epileptic at a stroke. <laughs> I'm scared. And as I'm working out the nine one one phone call in my head, she goes, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> like an airbag." <laughs> Dude, I gotta be honest with you. That's like awesome, but I feel like that's what it's like to be. Uh, I would have a hundred percent imagine that's exactly what it's like to be to be a part of uh, Donald Trump's presidential cabinet and listen to him yes. talk and listen yes. to him talk after a, a secretary left the room and he was like, "Let me tell you something. Fuck that bitch, huge. It was huge. I put a huge dick, the biggest dick you've ever seen. I know." I feel like Alec Baldwin. I uh, did he didn't he do uh didn't he do uh, a Donald Trump on SNL? Yeah, he used to do Trump. So yeah. that's probably where he is. I swear to Christ, if you were on a I I do I would love to be on on the cabinet uh, with Trump just because you know you're going to get shit like that. It's going to be out of a fucking like a comedy story when like and you look at the girl if she leaves and she dropped coffee he's like here you go Mr. Trump. And then and, and then she just throws the drink at you cuz you're not important and you're sitting there drinking your fucking shitty coffee and you look up he's like i put it right up hotel last night 
<laughs> vagina. Huge. Vagina. Huge vagina. So I just went for the anus. <laughs> and don't be like, like, I fucking, like, it's not even a political thing. I just, no, I just thought it was Trump, funny. But, like, I, that yeah. is so fucking true. Yeah. No, I, no, yeah. True. It's not, it's not like, not because, you know, you, whatever, you know, how you think Trump ran the country. I'm just saying, like, the, uh, the yeah, personality, right. the personality, the, the, uh, agree, <laughs> the, uh, the, gre- uh, gregariousness of that character. Like, you know, <laughs> he goes, he goes, <laughs> He's like an airbag, dude. I would think that was fucking gold. If, but not even if you were a cabinet member. If you were just interviewing him for sixty minutes, and he just like got really animated, and he was like, "I'm like, God, this is hot, and I love it. I want more." And then he'd be like, "Go ahead, tell me more. Let's have some tequilas. Let's have a couple of Arnold Palmers. Have one. It's fucking- great." That's fucking spot on. I, I I just like that. He's like, and right as I'm about to make the phone call, it's like I'm running through the 911 phone call in my head. She goes, <laughs> "That's so fucking nasty, too." I would, no, like he meant she came, but I wonder, like when I was thinking, I was like, did she queef? She queefed to break all queef records. <laughs> like that no, would be gross. A, I think it was a no. Squirt I know motion. it was a yeah, squirt, I, but I mean, I'm saying like. If she got up and queefed like that, like it was like, I was like, oh. that fucking must have sounded like a siren to end that like, <laughs> I've, I've been holding on to that for like three weeks, just waiting That's for the right time to bring it out. What's that show? Oh. What's that from? It's a, I thought it was Good Luck Chuck, but it's My Best Friend's Girl, which is actually mm. an underrated, kind of funny movie. Oh, like, that's when uh, Dane Cook was on his way out, though. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was. People would pay him to go and give girls their worst dates ever, so that they would go back to yeah. their. Oh, yeah, mothers. yeah, yeah. Well, he's a dentist assistant. Yeah. Yeah, there's some great. Yeah, no, the dentist. I think the dentist one was good luck, Chuck. But like, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I get those two confused. And uh, what's going with Jessica? Of the month wasn't bad either. That was good. That was that, that was, was a right. of the month. Not that, that bad. Right. Yeah. Not that bad at all. Um. Anyways, uh. So one other thing that we were definitely going to talk about tonight, oh, apart yeah. from. Well, that's uh, exactly was... what it. That okay. This movie coming up is exactly <laughs> what she did out of her vagina, and it was a queef, not a fucking squirt. <laughs> this movie came. Who's the guy? Okay, yeah, I'll let you introduce it because. Oh, so yeah, so um, and, and I'm so sorry. Uh, hang on, I gotta find the movie to make sure. I'll, I'll just pull up the trailer, you know, so that you guys can get. A I'm sense. not watching the trailer, dude. I can't. Um, I'll be right back. I gotta get. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, I won't play the whole thing. Um, but so this one is a. We have a tier on our Patreon where you can uh, request that we review a movie uh, or do a commentary for a movie. And our buddy Mindless, um, who oh, my, is... Oh, that's who it was? Yeah, yeah. Dude, was, uh, okay, was, Mindless. Uh, look, look at me. Let's make contact real quick. If you're watching this, <laughs> I'm going to be Artie from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. After Gilbert left Artie in the bathtub and then he's sitting with his mom. He's like, I could have drowned it. I could have drowned it. <laughs> Gilbert, listen, this movie, you fucking hate us, dude. Like, it was a pure fucking farm flash of ass right in front of your face. Like, dry crack that someone, like, like when someone walks by you, if you're maybe grocery shopping and someone walks by you and they purposefully make sure you smell their dry crack, you call it, a, you know, crop dusting. Or when you go to have sex and that just with just yeah yeah uh, that's exactly what it was. It's like hey, I'm looking forward to this movie. She looks hot, and then she spreads her legs and dry ass just hits you in the face like a fucking windy day in the summer. 
so the movie that we're about to review, which Jay already gave you a really good preview of. <laughs> I don't need to talk about it. I don't want to. It's my second time fucking watching it. The funny part is about this is that, and my list, dude, no disrespect at all. I don't know if you did this because like you just want to see our thoughts no, or if you really love it. If you really yeah. love this movie, no disrespect at all. No. Um, it's it's just, not my thing. Wow. Uh, 2007, this movie's called Drive Through, and it's about it's a slasher movie it's a supernatural slasher movie about basically this 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 drive-through clown who wears this mask and actually has like the drive-through voice that murders people mm. but it's done in that like 90s style of like like edgy youth kind of shit mm. um and it feels like if grind was a horror movie but like not in a good way um it, just just check out the trailer I, I won't play the whole thing i'm but. not watching it i can't earbuds out sir no way so the reason the reason jay can't watch this by the way is because we were supposed to do this like a month ago yeah i, I was like jay watch this movie for the series like okay and then yeah and i watched got it canceled and he had to watch it again mike's <laughs> like i was like dude i really hope like you get a hemorrhoid the size of a fucking like the egg that they use to bring back the dinosaurs <laughs> in jurassic park on your asshole you watched it twice. I did. I didn't want to, but I had to because I forgot about it. I, I I purposely let it out of my mind. You watch this movie and you let it leak. What would you like to order today? Do you want something meaty? Did someone say pork? Something lady? Do you want it bloody? So that's basically the movie. <laughs> yeah. Listen, and the trailer actually looks better than the entire fucking movie. Uh, this movie <laughs> is a hot trash can on fire in the middle of the Sahara, surrounded by fucking maggots and flies that can't wait to get a piece of that dirty ass fried up shit that they set on fire earlier. I think this movie is an atrocious piece of trash. In my personal opinion, if you don't like, if you like this movie, like Mike said, this is my personal opinion. I feel like it was a, it was a trudge to get through. I didn't like the movie at all. I feel like it was a ripoff of everything that came before it. It was trying to be Scream. It was trying to be Nightmare on Elm Street. It was trying to be everything except trying to be a good movie. That was the only thing it wasn't trying to do. And it didn't succeed in any of that. Uh, they were so desperate to make Leighton Easter some badass fucking punk chick. They literally, in her room, they plaster the most obvious shit that she's not a badass chick that's punk. They plaster a Sum 41 poster. They plaster a Good Charlotte poster. A Blink-182 poster. They plaster... There was uh, a Blink... There was a Take Off Your pa Pants and Jacket Blink-182 yeah, poster, uh, which I An Avril Lavigne poster, and... Uh, what the fuck? She was dressed like Avril Lavigne, like Skater Boy. <laughs> And I was like, she is so far from a punk. And by the way, also, she led a, she was a lead singer of a punk band. She randomly was playing to five people at her dad's house. What the fuck <laughs> is going on? There's a few moments in it that I thought was funny. The detective Crocker was all right. He kind of reminded me of a uh, Stingray. Yeah. Stingray. Or he reminded me of like uh, a Zach Galifianakis type of character. Like he yeah. was kind of like a comic relief, which thank God there was a few moments in that I was like, yeah, that's pretty funny like uh i actually wrote it down because it was actually funny to me uh so there's one uh one moment in the movie where he's a detective this crocker is with his partner they roll up on a on a murder scene that this shit clown has killed people and he's like and he's like what was playing on the radio or highway to hell was playing on the radio this is what the the, the street cops are the regular cops are saying he was like ah highway to hell six uh paradise 
theater great album <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then they're like uh that'd be acdc sir that he's like sergeant i was rocking out when you were still shitting in your diapers i think i would go <laughs> i think that was pretty funny um but then then it just you know prepare to open your mouth for a huge camel dick that's just gonna stick it all the way down into your throat and you're gonna keep sucking that bitch until it's dry you said uh, you wouldn't because, tell anybody about our 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 luncheon this saturday dude listen i think there's Private. one scene in this movie they try to be they were like oh that's a burn like uh this uh, the bully there's a bully and i use that word loosely that meets up with the guy that wants to be tom hanks's son he looks like a colin hanks ripoff the main guy in this movie uh when they're like standing in front of the um the horror show you know like the um the haunted house yeah and he was like the, the, the Abercrombie and bitch is what he called him. He comes up and he's like, what if I put my foot all the way up your ass? He goes, yeah, well, what I think you mean is your dick. And he's <laughs> that, like, that was actually kind of a good burn. Though. It was kind of a burn. I was like, I don't think it's the burn you're looking for. <laughs> like you literally just offered your ass to be fucked by this guy. You think he's hot? Like it's weird. Like, the opening sets all the tone. The opening, mm. like you watch twelve minutes of this movie, you either gonna finish it and love it, or you're not. You're gonna hate it. We finished it, and we well, I finished, and then I stole the dog. But like when this, the opening, it's these dudes, and it's literally the group of dudes from Can't Hardly Wait, like the ghetto yeah. dudes that were hanging out with like Seth Green's character. Was it Seth Green? No, dude, it was, was Malibu's it? Most Wanted. Like this was Malibu's Most Wanted with a horror tin. Right, but it. like, yeah, it, it, that was. Yeah, those two dudes that you always get them confused Kennedy, anyway. Uh, Seth Green, Jamie Kennedy, and yeah, uh, and Seth yeah. Green. But like, he's like, damn, why are you always trying to fuck with my style? You know, like that. These guys are driving around, and they're with these girls in their truck, and he's like, and they're actually saying like the n word. Like he's like, yeah, these white dudes are like, yeah, I'm not, you know, and all this stuff like that. And all, already you're like, god damn. Um, but it's i don't know it's like if, if a bunch of weird juggalos made a movie uh dude that's weird that you said that i literally told april after i was done watching it i was like when he was like fast food kills fucker and they're doing this like gross ass like try to gross you out shit and like i was like we know somebody is... who would have made this movie oh dude i was like no this motherfucking movie was directed by icp like produced by icp directed by icp produced by uh with in partnership with wwe back in the day <laughs> It was. Like it, 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 they were. They were dead serious though. At, at the beginning, he's like, he and the dude gets out, and and the the drive throughs like, do you want to die with that or something like that? And like the corniest lines you could think of. Gat, gat, pull your cap back. <laughs> dude, when he was walking, it's like, oh my god, with my nickel plate, going uh, to do some hate. I was like, what the la, fuck la, la, is la, this la. movie? La, 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 la. And he walks in there with his with his gun. He's like, yo, homie, you gonna talk all that shit outside? But you too much of a bitch to cut. He's like, that's why you work in this shithole. And then this thing comes out. And by the way, you hate these guys so much that when the thing comes out and it's literally just like the, and then the head yeah. fucking uh, dude, where's my car murders him. Uh, you're like, you're actually like rooting for it. And there's yeah. decent kills. Like he puts one dude's head in the fryer and his face falls off. And it's kind yeah. of like, um, yeah, that was an all right kill. I feel like they did it better in the toxic Avenger by trauma. <laughs> and that was like years before this movie. <laughs> it was just, it, it kind of felt cheap. But I I, and I I did like the microwave kill. There's one scene uh, later on in the film where there's a microwave kill, even though it doesn't make any sense because there's a fucking hole <laughs> that you can see through that her head is sticking up through. There's not going to have any heat or radiation hitting her fucking head, you moron. 
But anyway, I digress. In the middle, in the middle of the gymnasium, yeah. by the way, is like, God damn, you guys must have spent $200 at fucking Did Home Depot just catch- to get an extension cord that yeah. would go out to the fucking middle Did of the Did you thing. catch that uh, the father's last name was Carpenter, so they're trying to pl- uh, pay homage oh, okay. to John Carpenter. There's one scene in the film Don't where uh, Ronald McFuckle <laughs> comes up and he's like, uh, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash your fucking brains in. And he and he's like, <laughs> does the shining quotes. And I'm sure that in the director's mind, he is doing a very scream like approach and doing homage to these great horror movies that came before. And that he's making it ultra like meta and re- he's fucking stupid. This was like <laughs> this is like a bunch of friends that hang out in the garage and drink beer and smoke weed like Mike and I. That decided, hey, we're gonna go con a bunch of people to get a GoFundMe started so we can make a horror movie, and this is your goddamn result. Happy birthday! <laughs> and, and again, uh, I feel like this movie should have been called "Drive Through to a Paycheck" because everybody <laughs> that was in this movie drove through to get a paycheck. There's no fucking way that Leighton Meester, who is famous for Gossip Girl, ever said, "I want to give my heartfelt thanks to um, this film." That came out in 2007 drive through because if it hadn't been for this film, wow. No, they just wanted <laughs> to have a fucking credit on their IMDb page that they were in a movie. Let's it's get like, serious. It's if Terrifier, if, if the Terrifier franchise is like hot topic, this was like Maurice's back in the day. Like, no, if, dude, if this Ma- wasn't Maurice's. This was like mo money mo problems this is like i have no money no money no yeah. problems it was it was it like there was and honestly like they actually got some some stuff right though like some stuff they got like like that like the whole like 90s kind of vibe when the movie opens up they show that first scene and every time you see the killer they like they they like super fast motion it so the killer's like moving in super speed <laughs> and like slashing people <laughs> and it, it looks terrible bad. it looked bad yeah, definitely, definitely terrible looking kills or whatever when he's killing people. But then the movie starts and the credits start to come down. And these fuckers thought they were making Can't Hardly Wait too. Like she's she's in her band and it's not even a punk band. Like everything about her is like punk and it's supposed to be like punk. And she's like, you know, they're always talking about like politics and shit like that. But like yeah. when the the opening's going on, she's playing. It sounds like a fucking Creed ripoff band. You know, it's like oh, I'll just wish I banging my head on a Sunday I know that you're not singing that. My head. Yeah. And then she goes up to a couple like kids with like frosted tips, and she's like, "I didn't know that this was a banana Republican party." Yeah, she was and, like, a bitch for no fucking reason. Like, they look cool. They were enjoying your shitty music. Like, <laughs> why'd you kick them out? <laughs> like, you had five I, people like there for your band, and like two of them that not that aren't your friends are there, yeah, I re- and you just kicked them out. Like, cool. I, I respect what they were trying to do with that, but like they just like threw the kitchen sink at you. Like you said, like every fucking corner of her room and her locker and everything was like Avril Lavigne and all that shit. And she's like, they dressed her like her. Yeah, I just want to get baked in the fucking bathroom, dude. It's like you're trying too fucking hard. Like, stop. Dude, they were, they were, they they literally went with what what the trend was. They had like the hot punk girl kind of persona. And, And they were like, that's really hot right now in music. So we should just make that our main character. And they they might as well have cast Avril Lavigne to fucking do the same part as Leighton Meester because I'm sure her acting ability would have been up to par with Leighton Meester in this film. And by the way, I, I you know, she's not, I don't watch Gossip Girl. I don't give a fuck. Um, but at the same time, the acting 
No, man. Don't lie. So fuck it. Yeah. Well, no. Actually, it's Gilmore Girls. If you want to be a nosy bitch, uh, but no. I'm more of a Gilmore Girls. I'm more guy, of a yeah. Gilmore Girls guy myself. I'm sorry that you're into Gossip Girls. I'm sorry. I hope you get help. But no, uh, I the acting is bad, and and I got to be honest with you, the acting does not improve throughout the entire movie at all. In my opinion, it doesn't improve. It just it, every scene is flat. Every conversation is flat it just feels like they're reading script there's i mean there's one scene was like uh the boyfriend is like god i really love that that lovable son of a bitch it's like finding out that you're you're uh that uh what what the fuck because it was uh, porno the clown or some shit right like it was a uh, horny clown. the clown horny the clown yeah, yeah horny yeah it was like oh it's like finding out um what the fuck did he say it was so fucking bad it's like something that me and mike would have wrote uh it was like uh it's like finding out Captain Kangaroo has pieces of green jeans in his icebox. <laughs> no, like, uh, Captain Planet. It's like finding out Captain, Captain Planet, Planet has pieces yeah. of green jeans in I'm his like, freezer. Just shut the fuck up, Dwayne, and start the car. <laughs> like, was that not the kid for? By the, the the main guy in it, I don't know if it's him or not. Maybe it's not, but he acts the entire time like the main kid from Euro Trip. Like, no, that like, guy, the guy from you Euro got Trip mail, motherfucker. Act. No, the, the, the kid from Eurotrip could act. This guy... He felt the exact same. No, well, no, the kid from Eurotrip was actually not that bad. This kid was, like, his first job. I don't know what the fuck was going on because they were like... Cause, dude, okay, if you guys ever want to torture yourself, watch the film and get to the pool scene when he's, like, comforting his girlfriend and when he delivers that line, it is literally he's reading it off <laughs> script paper and trying yeah, to be funny. It's so fucking obvious and it's bad. But there's some good jokes in there too, though. Like when that when the Abercrombie and uh, or Zombie Crombie and bitch or whatever comes in there, there he's like standing at the fucking thing. He's like, oh, oh, it's just, I told you not to come so quick, you idiot. Well, those are and then yeah. they that, there's, like some, a, there, there's some I call shit those that will make accidents. you laugh. Happy accidents. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like uh, honestly, like this movie is like the entire thing. There are little moments for sure. Like there's yeah. stuff, and I get, I get while, and I see some people in the chat who fucking love this movie. I do get oh, that. Cool, man. But it's like it's like watching a slash like a '90s like hip fucking slasher movie made by someone who has no idea what subtlety is whatsoever. Like it's all like, yeah, bitch, I killed you, motherfucker, yeah. yeah. And it's like it's so fucking like there's zero subtlety. Like if you just suck the suck zone subtlety out of the universe, this is the movie that they would present to you. Like yeah. it's so over the fucking. And like, time. listen, if you like if you like this movie, man, uh, power to you. I, I like. God bless you, and I hope you have many children, and you, your legacy lives on in your in your ancestors. <laughs> I think this movie is a big pile of fucking dinosaur shit, and I feel like they were cashing in on a trendy ass thing that was going on in two thousand seven. It was obvious. I mean, it's obvious, really, if you, especially if you grew up around them. You know what they were going for, and yeah. it's not. It didn't work. <laughs> Um, only, you know, Leighton Meester went on and did some good things. I feel like personally, I don't think it's a, it's not even a bad enough movie or corny enough movie to be funny because it's so bad. It's just a shitty movie. Um, and with that said, yeah, there were some, I, I thought there were some moments to it, but God damn, how fucking obvious can you be that your, your main villain, Horny the Clown, you want him to be Freddy Krueger so fucking bad, you might as well pull out a burnt dick and have him suck it and be like, I love the Prince of Darkness or whatever, <laughs> and then have a picture of Freddy Krueger above it. It, 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 like, it feels like that. Fast food kills, fucker. I mean, come on. That's, 
That was your punchline. That's your tagline that you're trying to go for. Get the yeah, fuck it, out of here. It feels like if one of the, like the direct to Walmart, like American Pie 19, like uh, National Lampoon movies had Straight sex with yeah. a juggalo and made their version of Scream. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. just, there is no nuance. It is all like, it's just the whole movie is like, yeah, bitch, I cut your head off, fucking fool. Yeah. And then, well, here's like, the thing. Well, here's the thing, dude. One of the, the oh. this is a movie I think is a try not to cringe movie, especially There's the ending when the mother well. is talking to the daughter after Jan from the office, by the way. Yeah, when she's talking to the daughter after Horny the Clown gets set on fire because somehow she didn't magically get burst into flame after he poured gasoline on her. And then she spit gasoline in his face while he was three feet from her face. Even though the flame didn't connect to her, she was literally drenched in gasoline, right? She was drenched in gasoline. Then she blows gasoline infused breath. What we call morning breath into his face (laughs) with a flame. And it didn't like move back and catch her on fire. So right after that scene, they're sitting in the back of the ambulance after the mom rescued her, and that is the most cringy, fucking like fake ass crocodile tears. You know what? I don't even want to talk about it anymore. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> you know, I will give it though. I will give it my and, and Milas. I'm so fucking sorry that we didn't like it, dude. I we, we have to be honest. No, I'm not being mean to him. I mean, I'm glad and he no, liked it. I mean, that's no, awesome. I know you're not. I know you're not. I mean, we both for both of us. I like we appreciate that. Like you know, like. I, I I appreciate that like you love this movie and you want to see our thoughts about this is just our honest thoughts about it but like I do appreciate having watched this movie because it looks like a bunch of people know exactly what we're talking about and like it's just yeah I I, I will at the end of the day I will do I will uh, here's where I'll go with you and by the way it does have Jan from the office in it that's the mom I will go with four I will go four out of ten because there are such hateable fucking like I love the 90s like kind of punk vibe that that sometimes squeaks through all the kind of like sort of corny MTV grind stuff. I do enjoy that stuff. And some of the kills were funny because like you hate the people being killed so much. Like <laughs> that fucking douchebag got killed, you know, and stuff like that. I'll give it a four out of 10. That's it. That's what that's, that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm I feel like, speaking. I feel like um, I'm Samwise Gamgee in uh, return of the King. And I'm telling Mike, I can't carry it for you. <laughs> but I can carry you. And then I pick him up. I'm giving this bitch a 2.0. And you're Fair. lucky you're getting that. Okay? Fair. I That's will fair. give it a 2.0. I feel like there were... But Jay had to watch it twice. <laughs> to be yeah. fair. And you're lucky it's not a 1. But no, I'm kidding. But uh, It's a 2.0. I, I feel like there were moments in it that were genuinely funny. Um, and But I, I feel like it goes to that detective, Crocker, that they call Cracker all the time. I feel like he was the fucking only actor on set he had some Um, moments he did yeah i feel like he was the only one that actually gave a shit like uh, everybody else seems like again drive through paycheck it was like hey we need to i need to bolster my resume a little bit i'll be in this shitty fucking movie produced by fred durst directed by icp i get a vibe that nobody got paid for this movie this this was actually like an icp album dude this money this (laughs) this movie made more than the christian slater movie uh, that came out a few years ago it was like like three bucks in the theater or whatever (laughs) but um yeah man it's not my cup of tea i get what they were going for i feel like they failed miserably i feel like it, it just comes off as a very very cheap ass attempt to cash in on the trendy shit going on during that time in 2007 and they're putting a horror makeup a makeover on the film and it was terrible um 
I've seen fan films that have way less resources and way less uh, talented actresses and actors do a better job of telling a story than this piece of hunk of shit. So um, it's a 2.0. So yeah, anyway, we love you. You take mindless. it, you drink it. We, we, <laughs> we love you mindless. We appreciate the thought, man. Yeah. And, I, uh, I'm glad you exposed me to it. I had to watch it twice and I will never <laughs> forgive you for that. We'll never forgive you for that. We love you, dude. Even if we don't love your movie. We love I don't you. No, I'm not going to not forgive you for that. I don't forgive Mike for that. I don't no, I don't. Yeah. That was, Mike. that was my, well, I, I mean, we had to cancel the stream, but I didn't know you'd already watched the movie dude, before you fucking. Listen, after, I, after the second time I watched this motherfucker, I should have like gold chains. Like I, like I survived shootings. Like I should be on 50 cent. <laughs> Texted Jay like... today. I said, I, I literally texted Jay today. I said, Hey man, did you watch the Boogeyman yet? I was like, By the way, did you watch Drive Through for the stream? I was like, It's there's it's it's crack. And he was like, He was like, Yeah, dude, I watched it. It's the second time I fucking seen it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, It's it's even worse the second time. And I, I wanted him, I wanted him to know that I, I wanted to watch like I like I watched, I was ready to fucking do it, and then I let it leak out of my brain so I couldn't remember it. So because at first I was like, no, I'll just go in I'll just go in this bitch like fucking raw dog. I don't need to watch it again. But then I was like, shit, I can barely remember what it was about. And then I started watching it. I'm like, fuck, I gotta watch the whole thing because I forgot. My memory's gotten so bad, dude, that I, I literally have to watch shit like yeah. hours before we do recover. It was like trying it, but... to piss with herpes. Thank you. I wish we loved it more mindless. I really do. And maybe maybe he hates it too and he just did it. I don't know. But uh no, Jonathan Harado said it's only gay if you close your eyes. That is actually what I asked my wife. I was like, if I die early, um, yeah. we please put that on my on my tombstone. That's what I need. You know, if yeah. it's only gay you gotta, if you close you, your eyes. Guys. You gotta keep your eyes open like Arnold when he's lifting weights. <laughs> like this is just a thing, this is an obstacle in front of you that you have to dominate. If yeah. you're fucking that ass, just dominate it. By the yeah. way, are you guys Don't excited for the Chris Hemsworth Arnold Schwarzenegger? Was that the in there? No, that's not a thing. Oh, that's Hulk Hogan. Never mind. Chris Hemsworth oh, yeah. is working on the Hulk Hogan documentary. But no, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary is coming out. Uh, is it tomorrow on Netflix or the next day? I do. I'm this close to canceling my Netflix because I just got. Was it like fifteen ninety nine or six? I was like, I barely watch Netflix. I barely fucking watch it. So I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, oh, but they have that Arnold documentary coming out. So I have to stick around for that anyway. But I barely watch Netflix anymore. I do not watch it. Um, but the second, dude, but the second that you cancel it, there'll be some shit out that you need to watch. Well, that's what I mean. But I mean, but you know what's going to happen is they're going to give you that uh, month free. Oh yeah, that that works. You can too. you can you can fucking leapfrog Netflix all the time if you cancel and they're like, oh, we're sorry to see you go. Let us offer you a month for free. You can do this every fucking time. That's true. No, they, they will they will fucking do you that way. I've thought about it too, but every time there's like something like I gotta watch that. Arm Dude, thing. I got charged this month. I got it was like fifteen ninety nine uh for um or or six. I don't remember for Netflix another fifteen something for HBO Max. Now the Max, which is dumb. And then uh, there was another uh, streaming service that I have. I like, and it, it sucks to me because I'm like, what do I use more? I, I barely go on Netflix. Like HBO yeah. Max, I actually will frequent them. I'll actually go around uh, HBO Max, see what's new in town. But Netflix, I don't give a fuck. I, I, I barely give a fuck. It'll get you, dude. It'll get you. Those fucking subscriptions eat me up every fucking month. Uh, even if you can write them off, they still fucking eat you up. David Nangle. The third, I don't know why I did that, Dave. Is it? No, who's uh, the dude that does I, the arcade? Like, he goes, 
know. <laughs> There's a wrestler that he gets on the thing. He goes, oh. is that one of the Hardy boys? Uh, no, it's a uh, um, fuck. Uh, not Dave Batista, uh, RKO guy. Fuck. I can't think of his Randy name. Orton. You guys will know. Randy Orton. Yeah, he gets up. He goes, oh. oh, he doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't does. gay. He ain't I've drinking Bud Light. You bitch. <laughs> I'm drinking Bud Light right now. Are you really? David Nagel What'd says. You get? What, what was, how much did they charge you? Two dollars. Uh, it's, it's still the same price. It's always been. Fuck. From where, from can we can please get those discounted prices in Kentucky? I'm waiting on it. <laughs> yeah, boycott it so we can get it cheaper. No, please. they literally just lost twenty-seven billion dollars. I'm like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. I would like to go no. to the store and get a thirty-five fucking pack of beer for eight dollars. <laughs> David Nagel says, "How would y'all rank these random films? Snyder Cut, Hills Have Eyes remake, Psycho Two, Bone Tomahawk, Rambo Three. That's a whole fucking gold." David question don't come up here with these saucy questions you Here's know neck, there's a lot of things going on we can't oh, that would take a whole video right there on the screen the whole video i ain't, right gonna, I, I ain't gonna do it i ain't gonna do it i'll, I'll do it easily dude number no, one do is don't gonna be it. not snotter cut not snotter cuts number one uh, bone tomahawk number two hills have eyes remake number three psycho two i do love it but psycho two and then rambo three a distant 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 queef well, in the wind mike just ruined a future video so <laughs> i guess i'll do it too that's an easy one that's an easy one i don't want to do it. i was the snotter cut rambo three psycho two bone tomahawk the hills have eyes remake you fucking whore I disagree, but I still want to butt fuck later. Okay. Vanessa Calarina says, happy to catch a live. Just found out the guy I've been dating will be a dad, and I'm not hey. the pregnant one. What? Hey, congr- oh. What oh, wait, the carry the two. Fuck? That's not good. That's not fucking good. Vanessa. Oh my you're lord. Saving, you're saving my night. Thanks for always making me laugh. Love you guys so much. Vanessa, that fucking suck. Fuck that guy. God damn, Vanessa. Holy shit. Talking about waking up on the wrong side of the bed and the wrong side of life. Holy not good. shit. Not good. Well, that, that, not, not good dump that, that guy in the ocean and fuck him. Not like fuck him, literally. Because someone else already did that, apparently. Move on with your life. you got a good thing going. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. That lady stuck with that piece of shit. You? Because the more money we come across, the more problems we see. That's probably not the right song I was looking for there. Know. But you're free to drink pina coladas on the beach with whatever dudes you want and have a fucking party. That guy is stuck with 18 year 18 years with his side chick plus four right? you plus win. four they always say 18 years it's always 18 years asterisk plus more yeah. because it's not there's no fucking way this is not the 1920s or the 1800s when they turn 18 they go out in the old west That's and true. they start their own family like you're gonna yeah. be supporting them right until they're in their upper 20s but by the way uh thank you for checking us out we hope you well if we're making you feel better and we will leave the light on. <laughs> like that song. Leave the light on. That's a great song. Roxanne. Is that yeah. what you? No, it's we don't uh, have to. leave the uh, light on. Either way, hey, we've yeah. we've all well, not in that specific situation, but we've been there and our heart hurts for you. That fucking sucks, but fuck that guy. And again, she's the one stuck with him. You're what? the fucking winner, winner, chicken dinner at the end of the day, Vanessa. Uh, I hope that all works out for you. Um, and it will. Mm-hmm. I can feel it. I think in my so. tchotchkes. Nighttime says Hallow Man. Or Invisible Man. Dude, that's so weird because I always get those movies fucking confused, like in my brain. It's always a bunch of liquidy fucking dog shit movie stuff going in together. Hollow Man. Um, Invisible Man. Bad. Hollow Man. That's a sequel. Uh, the Hollow Man. Uh, 
Dude, you know what? I'll, I'll pick the Hollow Man uh, O2 because it's the first time I remember seeing Kevin Bacon as a bad guy, and he rocked the shit out of that role. I think he did a really good job. Uh, it also had seller acting throughout, and I, I I feel like it was a a pretty unique movie. Invisible Man Invisible Man 2020 was good. Uh, it was actually surprisingly good. Uh, I didn't think it was going to be like that at all. But Hollow Man, when I first saw it, I'm like, this is pretty fucking badass, dude. Like, it's got the horror elements, but they mixed the the um, the action a little bit. It kind of felt like um, Deep Blue Sea or something of horror movies. <laughs> I don't know why, but the way you said that reminded me of uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, where he's like, I like the way they mix the sex and the violence. <laughs> yeah, it does <laughs> it sound like a little yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I, I will say Invisible Man because I, I I did not. I never enjoyed Hollow Man, but I also I'll throw in Lawnmower Man too. That was a weird one that mixes in. You with like that, that movie? Movie? I did no, like that I didn't movie? I did like. No, I didn't say I liked it. I did like that movie. Pierce Brosnan was hot in that movie though, so you got to give that up to him. Well, I just sure. like I saw the face of God. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jeff Fahey yeah. or whatever. Jeff Fahey. Uh, I will, yeah, he's actually good in that. Yeah, I will say that he did go full simple jack though, which you never you're never you're not supposed you to never do go that. full retard. He's like, I'll, I'll never, hey, I'm not gonna hey, do that. Hey, 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 no, you still don't believe me? Ask Sean Penn. I am Sam 2001 <laughs> when full retard <laughs> went home empty handed. <laughs> Ain't no cell phone on me. I'm headed to told you. Uh, Cody, no, no, wait, says, wait, time out for Scott Tom Hanks. Slow, <laughs> yes, retarded, maybe. Chom the, the, the war braces on his legs. Chom the pants off Nixon. What a ping pong championship. <laughs> you know any goddamn retarded war heroes? <laughs> By the way, dude, I got to point this out. Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder is one of the fucking best roles. I dude, swear to God. That true. is like goddamn iconic forever. Is it? Give me that goddamn map. <laughs> <laughs> For 300 years. That's what it's kept our people down. <laughs> oh, a that we should put that up for a commentary, dude. That was dude. I don't know how we haven't done it yet. Like it's That'd one be of the amazing. best ever. Les Grossman, Tom Cruise, one of the best yeah. outros ever. Yeah, I will literally fuck your face. He's like, oh, um, you're a fine American. Now shut the fuck up. <laughs> Cody Buchanan says, "Hear me, Richard Brake as the new Freddy, and have people that does Stranger Things direct Nightmare on Elm Street." Yes, no. What do you think? I will mm. say, Richard Brake. Yes, Stranger Things. No, I think Stranger Things was great, but I think it's in indenuated and is in indenuated. It's in. You know what the fuck I mean? It's infiltrated <laughs> our society <laughs> enough <laughs> as it is. God damn it. Um, I, yeah. I think that this like. I think Stranger Things and, and, and Nightmare on Elm Street should be two just completely fucking different things, personally. Um, but I will say Richard Brake has the look, and maybe it's Maybelline, but maybe he could fucking rock Freddy Krueger. He's, He's a good actor. Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually... Uh, I love her. I, like I, I was... Like I knew the name Richard Brake, I, I couldn't visualize his face, so I, I was trying to type. He's the in. Joker dude from the Rob no, Zombie. No, no, I movie. know, I got it. But I, when I was typing in, I messed up and it typed in Richardson Funeral Home. But anyway, yes. Now that I'm looking at him, <laughs> he does seem. Yeah, Richard Brake would be a great Freddy Krueger. As far as the the team of, uh, of Stranger Things doing that, fuck no. I, I feel like it would be very uh, teeny bop. Uh, they got to make sure people come back. Uh, they have, they have to have a cliffhanger where, you know, is Pacey going to get with Joey? I don't know. You know, it's going to be one of those kind of shows. And, and there's no way that Nightmare on Elm Street needs to be that. Nightmare on Elm Street needs to be a fucking mean, the strangers type of who gives a shit what happens to these full folk 
that fuck with me kind of situation. Okay. Yeah, but Richard I, Brake would be a, a great choice. Yeah. I, I think we're on the same page there. Hey, I'm going to pee first this time, you fucking slut. But first, Tim C dropped another fucking bag of D's. And I mean D's. I mean there's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Nut sex. He said. All right. I don't want to read that, Tim, because I don't like what you're, I don't like your flow. <laughs> I don't like Jay, what you're saying there. The last 15 minutes of the last Patreon, after you guys talked about the exorcist, your lamp behind you went on. Just now, that sign behind you went out and came back on. Not trying to freak you out, but call an electrician, hopefully. I think he needs a priest, Tim. <clears throat> you know, Tim, I like when you bring these problems that I have to my face in a live stream. <laughs> And not scare me because I'm not scared. What the I, I fuck do you tell mean? You, but I did. I did notice that too, and I, I didn't want to freak you out, but it was true. Like there's some weird shit that's going on behind right, you. Well, sometimes. I guess I'll be in. I'll be in a homeless shelter in about two weeks. I'll be streaming live with Mike from my cell phone because I will not be living in this home any longer. It's actually April. She heard what you said about the shirt. She's maybe like she just, floating. Well, maybe she farted and it shook the room. Who the fuck knows, Tim? <laughs> what are you doing? All right, God damn it, dude! It's almost ten o'clock. This is why I don't watch Nukes Top Five or any of that fucking scary ass shit on YouTube at this time of night. And Tim, we're getting ready to leave soon, and you're bringing this fucking shit up. What are you doing, Tim? Yeah, it's randomness. Random that you wanted to cause me fit. You know what? I don't. That's what you don't want, though, dude. That's what no, you, don't dude, want. I, you don't want to be talking some dude, shit and then turn around and your wife is floating fucking behind you. Like, I heard everything you said. She was floating and then she died because I killed her. <laughs> if she was floating and she died. Uh, no, listen, I don't even like, dude, if I get a suggestion on YouTube, because I watch those uh, paranormal stuff at late at night, if I get a suggestion, I go through and I delete the history of my YouTube so I don't get those fucking suggestions anymore. <laughs> I do that shit. I literally, uh, one night I was laying in bed and I was like, I had my earbuds in. I was like watching porn. I mean, uh, YouTube. And I was watching, uh, uh, but then I went to YouTube just to, you know, take a break or whatever. And I saw the scary, because they always use fucking scary, like the ring type faces in their thumbnails. I saw that shit. And I'm like, time to delete my history. Because guess what happened? I didn't fucking sleep. I didn't fucking sleep just from the thumbnail. And then I started remembering all the shit I'd seen. It's like when you were a kid, dude, and like you would hear like the ex, like because back in the day when you didn't have the internet, a lot of you guys don't understand this. Like you would have your little tube TV on, and all of a sudden, like X Files or Unsolved Mysteries would come on, and that theme would come on, and it would just sink into your soul. You'd be like, well, I guess I'm not sleeping tonight. Well, I do, do. I literally, you have no idea how many nights I've 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 went and acted like Michael Keaton, like hanging upside down <laughs> when he's doing that swinging thing, <laughs> like where I'm not even fucking sleeping because I can't sleep. And then April will be like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Nothing." God. Go. I was like, no, and then I'll be like, sometimes I'm like, I'm scared. I haven't, I'm, I like, I feel freaked out. And she's like, what's wrong? And then she starts falling asleep again because she's tired. And then I'm yeah. like, you don't even care. That's why the guy in Unbreakable got divorced. He was like, the last time I knew it was over was when I had a bad dream, but I didn't come to you to comfort me. That's that's why they're. Well, that's why they're. I woke up and told her, and then she'll be like, what's wrong? God damn it! <laughs> Do you even care? Every time I look for you, the no, sun goes down. It's probably not even that important. <laughs> she knows like i literally like i i get that shit all the time i get freaked the fuck out like i'll watch i'll be like that like you know that kid in high school like i'm badass i don't care i'll take shit and then i'll watch shit throughout the day like scary shit and i'll be fine because i've been drinking or sometimes and then all of a sudden when i'm not drinking all that shit fucking tsunamis on my brain and i'm like oh my god why did i watch that and then i have to go through and delete my history 
we're not we're not going to be live much longer but i do have to pee i can't help it my dick hurts i gotta do it i gotta do it uh we are at 9 31 by the way with our good man colton candler oh by the way i will say uh no uh tim no it's fine dude it's he's like fuck now i feel bad no dude it might be an electrical problem i'm gonna go Don't with what bad. you thought no he deserves i'm it. gonna go with what you feel uh what you feel Maybe it's it's an electrical problem. Fuck him up. As every leading character in a Conjuring movie ever said, it's an electrical problem. Fuck him up. Everybody's acting weird. Uh, Fuck him up, Tim. Uh, Colton's at nine thirty one p.m. Okay, I will go up through there. All right. God, my wiener hurts. I'll be right back. (laughs) Okay. I I just want to go play, um, uh, an MMO. That means massive multiplayer online. I just recently. God, did you hear squeaking my voice? <laughs> my God. Um, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Some good shit. Colton Candler says, Sup, dudes? Would y'all consider the movie Cobra a-, a slasher? I think so. See y'all in a couple of days. Yeah, man. we're It's going to be fun. I can't wait to hang out with you and uh, drink some beers with you and talk some films with you. Um, Cobra, as a slasher, though, ooh. I, I mean, did I, yeah, maybe, but I don't think it's horror. I mean, uh, it's weird when you talk about a slasher flick. That's most people like, well, that's automatically horror. Not necessarily. I feel like there is a slasher element to it, but I don't think it's horror. Not in my opinion, but um, yeah, man, I can't wait to see you. Be safe. Arthur Vega. Thank you for the super sticker. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Do we get like super stickers? What does that mean? But thank you, man. Um, Bronson Wright Wolf, thank you so much, says, have you guys seen the Flintstones movies from 94? If so, what are your thoughts on John Goodman as Fred Flintstone and Rick Moranis as Barney Rubble? What are your thoughts on the movie as well? Uh, actually, I saw that movie in theater, uh, the Flintstones, uh, and I, I think I bought it on VHS when it came out. I enjoyed it. I think it was a pretty solid film. I think they did a pretty good uh, job translating, uh, the cartoon to to the live action um john goodman at that time was really really good as fred and and to be honest with you i mean how can you go wrong with the legend of rick moranis as barney rebel uh and rosie o'donnell was good as a she was barney's wife i can never remember barney's wife i'm stupid i don't remember she was good um yeah i enjoyed the movie a lot um i think it was well done and i think it was a, a true adaptation of the cartoon so yeah, I enjoyed it uh, overall. The second one sucked, asshole. Uh, Zach Desruches says, love you guys. Thanks for making the Amazon routes go by fast again. Hey, man. Hey, you are a true trooper, and I salute you, sir. And I'm glad that we're helping you out there on those routes. We needs our shit, okay? And you're the, you're the, you're the soldier on the front line delivering the shits that we need to the homes that we need them at. Thank you, sir. Zach, thank you. Uh, Bronson, right wolf, comes back again with another left-handed punch, saying Beetlejuice, Dark Shadows, Edward Scissorhands, Sleepy Hollow, and Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street. God, you put the whole title in there. Would all be great movies to play at a Halloween party. Would you agree with that? Um, That's heavy on the Johnny Depp, isn't it? I mean, what Halloween party are we having here, Bronson? Okay. What the fuck kind of Halloween party is this? 
Jesus Christ. Yes. In some circles, it might be wonderful. But in my particular circle, I would take from that list, sir, Beetlejuice and Sleepy Hollow. I will not be showing all the other things, Bronson. Oh, my God. Bronson, what the fuck are you doing? So Bronson right by the way, yeah, read that. That is no in fuck way. That's a Johnny Depp. And I love Johnny Depp, but that's too much Johnny Depp. Shit, you're going to walk out <laughs> yeah, with nose piercings Depp. and all your fucking, both earlobes and all your cartilage pierced <laughs> and talking like a British person, even though you're not, if you go to a party <laughs> like that. Just like Johnny Depp. Yeah, uh, I would agree with you that like one of those, any no, one of those. Beetlejuice, uh, Beetlejuice and Sleepy Hollow, end of story. Specifically, those would be the best choices. Absolutely, yeah. Wasn't a huge fan of Dark Shadows uh, or Sleepy Hollow. Sweet Todd was fine, but not my thing. I, I agree with you on that, Jay. We are in solidified. Right. I'm gonna solidified. go pee now. Okay, I'll be going and, by uh, myself because my wife is probably sleeping or she doesn't care. Uh, and <laughs> who's gonna hold it? Me. This time. Can you just wait like 45 to 47 minutes? I'll be there. <laughs> i'll do it harmonica style <laughs> guys can you please tell me in 2023 why the fuck do manufacturers insist on making dress shirts without a fucking collar or i mean button. collar button, the button. Call look look dude look no look <laughs> like now i'm in greece but even if i turn it down it'll look work you just got shit. you got to get it dry cleaned the dry cleaners will fucking stiff that shit up man anyway I'll be back. All right. <laughs> oh, Tits McGee. Tits McGee. Oh, how you guys doing? I was just outside peeing on the lawn. Hopefully none of the neighbors saw me. Uh, what's up, Chris? What's up, everybody? How's it going? Um, <laughs> you know, I will say, I, I got to say that, um, you know, Doing these, some of the nice things that you guys have said tonight on this eve, um, I do got to retort and say that do, when when Jay and I do these streams, it's been really fun, specifically lately, and um, it's fucking nice, man. It's 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 really nice. Like so, some of the guys you guys say, I, I retort back to you, like you know, I, you have those weeks, you know, you feel kind of down. You're not fucking feeling your life so much. Things aren't maybe where you want them to be. You're not, you're not feeling your tip top self, but every single time we do one of these, I get fucking excited and it, and it feels good. And you guys do the same thing for us in response that some of you say we do for you. Now, some of you turn it on and you're like, I don't know why I watch this. It puts me in a bad mood because all these jokes aren't funny. And these guys make me wish that I um, just did something different with my day like watch this is us on abc i don't know but I, I i will say this um there are there are those times there are those times where maybe everything's not going so great and you guys just seem to fucking put a just that just that perfect amount of finger right inside of us and uh sometimes we need it just as bad as uh you know some of you guys say you do so i really appreciate you guys i just want you to know that um this is fucking cool man it's so cool to hang out with you guys that that you guys give a shit what we have to say and you guys want to hang out with us and talk to us. So I don't know what if I'm saying anything is that you can count on me to pleasure myself to all of you tonight because it will happen. 
it will absolutely fucking happen. Uh, Battle of the Broken said, Mike, do you like the song Ursula finally has tits by the queers? <laughs> I don't know. You know what's weird though, dude? Like uh, with, with all that shit going on in the world, uh, it was so weird. I was at the gym the other day and I actually posted this on Twitter. I was at the gym. I was on a fucking leg machine. So basically I was just playing on my phone and the song comes on. It's like recommended for you. It was a song by the queers called uh, something like all I drink is bud or something. And this is, this is the song came out back in 1996. It was way before the bud light and all that shit happened. And it was, it was like, I don't drink course. I don't do this. It's like, all I do is drink bud. Fuck you. Or something like that. And it's, it's a good song. It's a really good song. But I was like, that's so fucking weird that that song came out in 1996 and it fits so much with so much stuff going in there today um <laughs> you made me think about that the queers are fucking good man that's a good band uh sinister creations thanks buddy he said you guys made it worth getting a patreon and the community feels uh just like a fun party i'm glad i found this channel pleasuring yourself or not yeah dude um it's crazy we would not this fucking pocket of time that we are in and i know we some of you probably feel like we maybe plug the Patreon a little bit too much, but I got to say this pocket of time, this thing that we're existing together with us wouldn't be here without the Patreon. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be, we wouldn't be able to be doing this full time and like doing this as much as we do. So um, we try our best to give as much as we can back to Patreons and you guys reciprocate full force. You guys keep this fucking thing alive, man. We really do appreciate you. And I'm glad you're having fun with it, dude. So this, it was a dark night and it was cold. It was like 20, 27 degrees outside and jay was outside and he was like dude i can't fucking i can't find the house i don't know where i'm going i'm cold i'm thirsty and i and i found him in the woods and i found jay in the woods and he was like dude please just put something warm on or in me and i said all right jay and then i did i i bent jay over oh you're back yeah, and um, then unfortunately, Ang Lee was there and took the whole fucking story <laughs> and made a movie out of it <laughs> called Brokeback Mountain. And I'm like, what yeah, the hell, did. dude? Like, you could have got royalties off that. That was our story. That was our story. That really happened. Our origin. We have to keep on telling our wives that we're going fishing, you sons of bitches. <laughs> That's what we should start saying, by the way. Every time anybody's ever like, how did you guys meet? But like, well, have you seen Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, it Same all started story, with a fishing dude. trip. How much time do you have? <laughs> just watch the we made a movie, they made way, a movie I, about I, it. I will say dude i gotta i forgot about how good this movie was and nobody's recommended it at all to do a uh to do a commentary on but sling blade dude it might be maybe his best billy bob yeah you know i've never watched that movie all the way through you never seen that all the way oh no. my god dude never it, done it you just a boy. You ain't need to be talking like that. Mm. <laughs> like, dude, the, like, it's so, like, you, you, oh, man. I, it's so, the, the Billy Bob Thornton's character in that is so disarming. And you know he did this such, these violent acts. It's incredible. And John Ritter's in it as well. Uh, God rest his soul. He's one of the best actors. And such a lovable dude, for real. John Ritter it seemed like he was anyway. It also had JT Walsh as the bad guy. JT Walsh was one of the best bad guys ever, underrated forever. Uh, and then um, it had the dad from Teen Wolf as the therapist. I mean, you could do it's such a great movie that you don't realize. Like when you watch it, it's so absorbing. It's like watching a documentary. You don't even realize it's a movie. It's so absorbing. The kid that's from Tokyo Drift 
is the little kid in that uh, Billy Bob Thornton's character makes friends with. It's great. I can't believe you never watched it all the way through. You sick I, I son think, of a bitch. Well, it got ruined for me. Like I like all the like oh, yeah, mashed potatoes. <laughs> you got in them. You got in them biscuits with taters. Mm. <laughs> I think it got room for me. It was such a cultural, scary movie type joke at the point I watched. I was like, I can't even watch like 10 minutes of this without laughing or getting bored. So I'll, I'll have to go back. Maybe that is a good commentary. We should it's great, dude. Uh, there, the, the, I think the, the, there's a lot of, like, there's actually some horror elements to it. Um, in the very beginning of the movie, actually, uh, when the girl comes to interviewing, interview, um, um, I can't remember the sling, uh, sling blade, uh, the killer's name, uh, Billy Bob's character. Um, when he's like, I killed her dead. Mm. And the music comes on and the lighting, dude, it's so fucking freaky. It's so weird. And it's so like, it's sad too. It's scary, but it's sad, man. What an incredible performance. I, and I know that, like some people will say monster. What was it? Monster. The one with Halle Berry, where he actually may have fucked her on set for real. No, that was monster. Or monster's ball. Monster's, monster's ball. ball. Yeah. That's they actually did it. Ledger shooting himself in the chest. I always want yeah. you to love me. And that was all fucking dude. Man, Billy Bob's been in some shit, huh? Where's he been? Where's where the fuck is Billy Bob been? Probably He's trying been to trade in that fucking bottle of blood of Angelina and get some money. <laughs> <laughs> bad Santa was a that was a that was a ballsy movie too. That was a good movie. Uh, both the Bad Santas, well, the first one specifically. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry, Sinister. I already read that. And and uh, by the way, before I go any further, I was mentioning I was talking for a second about the Patreon and and oh. and how that keeps things going. But I do also want to mention all you people who super chat and show up for this same fucking deal. Exact same thing I said about that to you folks who just come here, hang out, super chat. Same yeah. fucking thing. Fuck keeps yeah, this man. thing going. That's why. That's why we're here. That's why we're all existing in this fucking tube of the universe together right this second yeah. is because of those folks. So even if you don't super chat and you don't have to at all you watching the people who do super chat the patreon just our sincere thank you to you guys because that's why we get to have this wonderful fucking time together oh, we really oh, are thankful you guys for you are guys. champions man thank you so much uh and 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 somebody oh uh clinton says uh were they really banging the rumor was during monsters ball when they fall on the floor after they were having a little bit of uh situations on the couch they were literally banging that's and, uh, it almost cost the movie i i, I think there was some kind of there was a lot of problems, like his dick in her vagina, supposedly, yeah. in the movie. It's a tough life, man. It's a tough it life like, being It was like, hey, actor. it just slipped out. There was some cellophane paper that was supposed to separate our bodies, and my dick just said, nope, that's a good <laughs> vagina. Reminds me yeah, of uh, Eminem's guilty conscience. What? You tripped, fell, landed on her dick? Yeah, that's the, that's the rumor. You can <laughs> look it up. There's a whole thing on that on the rumor uh, of it did Billy Pop Thornton actually fuck Halle Berry in that movie. And if <laughs> he did... Uh, God bless him. He's a true champion and a, and a member of Valhalla that he will always be remembered for the champion uh, stance that he took. And she enjoyed it. She actually wanted to have it. So it wasn't you like, know, you know, it's a it tough was life. consensual. Stuff like they live. First off, do you know how they, they do the they, sex they scenes? Have you seen how they do the sex scenes? They literally put like some like bullshit, like cellophane wrap between yeah. the naked bodies. And you're like pressing against each other. There's no fucking way. That you, you wouldn't have a boner. a boner. There's no I way. Have to tape it down. I gotta tape it down. I gotta, I gotta take. It's. I mean, yeah. It's like, well, be professional. Be professional, my sir. Like, <laughs> I can be professional. My dick, on the other hand, is a Neanderthal who's barely yeah. understood what fire is. That's true. You've it's got a lot. Friction. You're asking a lot. Friction alone will get it done. Friction yeah. alone will make it make it happen. Uh, and that's how you know it still works. Christopher Sampson. Fly me to the moon like that bitch, Alex Scrampson said. Mike and Jay, you guys are funny as hell. Hey, Plus, John Winston is national treasure. His ex-wife, though, Man. 
Yeah, man. I agree with hey, you. That, that John Winston is a fucking king. Dude. That goddamn John Winston is is a is that is that is that fucking bounty hunter that just rolls into town once in a while and, and just it's delivers like hot, the goods. Yeah, he's probably a good looking dude with a great jawline, a great perfect uh five yeah. o'clock shadow. And you're like I imagine man, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, you say, like, man, uh, I don't know what we're gonna do about that 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 outlaw. And John Winston rolls in, dragging that motherfucker by the heels, and be like, "Hang him!" Oh yeah, that's what you yeah. got to do. And then, <laughs> right, and then, right. he, and then he just walks out, and then, and then you see a little bit of sand flying through the air, some wind, and a tumbleweed, and he just rides yeah. off into the sunset without a word. That's and specifically that's John specifically, Winston, specifically Jake Gyllenhaal in that in that musical thing where he goes like. And like yeah. walks into the dusk. That's him, man. Hey, but yeah, don't, and his, and don't his ex-wife, and his ex-wife is like that bitch in uh, Tombstone that just got addicted to fucking that that goddamn pain medicine, just drinking and shit. <laughs> Go on, we don't need none of that in here. Hey, but you're not so fucking bad yourself, Christopher Sampson. You badass son of a bitch. You're I can smell look. it from here. Yeah, that's a good looking dude, dude. That that that's the kind of guy right there. Like you know, that's yeah, the guy you want on your side right there. That dude Hell yeah. right there. Look at him. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd have a beer with a, that guy in a bar any fucking day. Bronson, right, Wolf, says, I always imagine, maybe I had some Bud Light. I don't know. He said, I always imagined Johnny Depp as Gomez and Helena Bottom Carter as Morticia. Well, no, yeah, I could totally see that. If they ever remade the Adams Family movie and, and they cast Johnny Depp as Gomez, I could see it. And, and Helen uh, Bottom Carter as a Bottom, Bottom Carter as a Morticia. Um, I could see it. Uh, and you know, you know, surprisingly, a lot of people, um, because they didn't know movies, they thought that Johnny Depp and uh, Bonham Carter were together, they weren't, they just have a, a really good, strong chemistry on screen. But I feel like it's too on the nose, you know what I mean? Like, if That's they what ever, I was gonna say, exactly. yeah, if they ever yeah. re if they ever redid Adam's Family and Tim Burton was directing it and cast Johnny Depp as Gomez and Hel- uh, Helena Bonham Carter as Morticia, I feel like it was it, it's just too on the nose. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like it just try some strange man. Try yeah, something like I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I think it would work, but it's like goddamn man. It's like it's just too easy. Yeah, yeah. Tim Burton and Johnny Depp need to take a break from each other. <clears throat> try something you know just different. Fuck that, the- Johnny Depp's like he's making me muddy. You cocksucker. <laughs> I need jobs. But I did hear that Beetlejuice two was going full practical effects, like in like in the original movie, which is we exciting. Hope so. We hope so. That'd be awesome. Colton Candler, good man. With a pretty face says, "What's mm-hmm. the chances of Spider-Man versus Batman Friday Night Fight? Both have mm-hmm. eight movies. I think it'd be close. That'd be that's a, good a good one. one. That's actually a really good one. Uh, Maybe damn, perfect. Dude. That's like, like that's like uh, the People's Champion versus the fucking People's Champion. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna go down. I don't know. That's a good one. That's a really good one." That that that's 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 that is a good one. and maybe perfect for around the time the flash comes yeah, out. Good idea, really Colton, good you son like of a that. fucking bitch. You know what? You know who else is a son of a fucking bitch? You know. Us? us we're pieces yeah. of shit we pieces. and we don't deserve you guys but we're happy oh, that you guys hung out with us tonight we had a fucking blast it was great, i know man. i did i know yeah. it's like frank everybody the whole town knows you had a blast it's like honey is kfc still open yep i don't, don't know. know we don't know i, I mean is it a 24-hour joint or if it, like it, does it close at 11 we're gonna find <laughs> out we're gonna find hey, out holly i hope your fever gets better you're fucking amazing you're all fucking amazing we're gonna go because yeah. you know why because we have more drinking to do off stream and be and feel sorry for ourselves and listen to music that makes us cry. That's yeah, what we're gonna do. I want to still feel goddamn it. <laughs> we're meeting yeah, at a cold place. You guys ever do right that? Like, this. do you guys ever go on YouTube or some shit? And be like, man, I'm drunk. I'm gonna listen to like some sad ass shit mm. and see if I cry. 
<laughs> I do you, it far too often, especially this dude, week. <laughs> I, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you what gets you, man. Uh, type in 9-11, I miss you, daddy. No, I can't do that shit. That's Whoa, too much, fuck, Nope, dude. that went too far. God damn, too dude. Far. No, I'm telling you. If you want to see if you're possessed by the devil and you have no feelings, that your heart is literally <laughs> just a fucking ice skate. Like it's just it doesn't take that it, much like it's to just frozen cry, over of ice and people <laughs> ice skate on it. If you want to know if that's true, watch that shit, dude. I swear to God, you'll cry. God, uh, I, dude, I actually watch. Uh, I know I will. No, 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 no don't watch it because it'll fuck you up really bad for like three days. Don't watch it. If you shouldn't watch it, if you have kids, probably don't watch it. But there's also I also watch the, uh, um, like Obi Wan Kenobi or like Anakin. You, you are my brother, Anakin. I loved you. <laughs> I watch shit like that, and then I'm like. Fuck, dude, it gets me. But yeah, anyway, uh, I gotta go do that because I gotta to feel human. Place. I gotta go. Feel you went human. to the darkest of the dark. Man. No, it's not. <laughs> I got that's it's, dark, dude. It's that's no, it's not. It's fighting humanity inside of people. No, sometimes I don't blame I, you. For feeling I, sometimes that. I, I watch just... like fathers coming home, and then I'm like, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like, I, I never, I, I never had the courage to be a dad, but I like to see, I like to see <laughs> real good fathers embrace <laughs> their children. It takes way less than that for me. It just takes a couple songs that hit home. I can't go into like the purposeful fucking cry zone, dude. I lay in my plane there. I'm fucking, I'm blown up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm, I'm maybe I'm like a fucked up, but I, I like literally seek out like th things that will prick my heart just to see that I still have one. He's got to empty the tank every once in a while. But hey, man, this has been fun as fuck, dude. Like this has been Hell a yeah. really good time. And uh, this will probably be the last live stream that we do before, uh, uh, the Tennessee thing coming up. Uh, yeah, we got a again. trip this weekend. We got yeah, we got a trip it. this weekend. Uh, Frankencon. Uh, if you guys get a chance to come out, it's going to be on Friday. We're going to be at Frankencon on Saturday. We're going to be hanging out with some uh, good looking, good time Felissa Rose, uh, famous for Superboy Camp. Oh wait, uh, we're going to do He's the commentary with her at the VIP party. So if you guys get a chance to come out to Tennessee, Knoxville area, yep. Yep. Me and Mike will be there on Friday. If we're going to be walking around looking at overpriced shit that we can't afford, but we'll be looking mm -hmm. at it and maybe stroking our wieners, wishing Red that we were district. we were Bill Gates and we can't afford it. Merch and come over and say hi. Just come over and say hi. But yeah, you guys should come out. You guys should yeah. come, uh, come out. Hell yeah! Well, we'll see you guys there, and we'll we'll let you guys know uh, via social media or something where we'll be and what what's going on with all that. Um, uh, uh, it's but, gonna, but I it's mean, gonna but there, we're going to be walking around. I mean, for sure. Yeah. At the we'll be at the convention walking around. Yeah, both days. I don't know exactly what times or whatever. We were going to do a booth. We're not going to do a booth now because we were uncertain about our times and all. Yeah. It's just, just got fucked up with all that stuff. So we didn't want like to have just an empty space in the booth. Just uh, look for my butterfly color. You'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll shoot a smoke. We yeah. got green smoke. We got I'm going to put smoke. I'm going to put some fucking bedazzled shit on this and it's going to reflect light. <laughs> so you'll see me yeah, walking into the convention. Uh, yeah, we hope to see you guys if you can make it. If not, we will see you very soon, uh, live or otherwise, naked in your laundry room when you. Well, come we're down probably going to do a drink. live stream when we get back, uh, probably on it's Monday tonight. or Wednesday or something. Monday, Wednesday, something like that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Depending on how dry we are of cum. Mm -hmm. A lot of sexy things going on in, in, in Knoxville. Toasted ch uh, chalupa. It's going to be sexy. That's what's going to happen. Hey, we love you all. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us tonight. We really love Thanks, you guys. guys. Uh, have a good night, mate. Have a good night. I'm going to squeeze your titties. May all the booty come to your pirate ship. Take all the what's booty. yours. All the booty. Take it. Take it. Take my booty, Jay. Take it oh. until the cows come home. All righty. Yeah. I'm already there. Oh, yeah. I'm all 